Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, Captain Jerkbeard, Tom Lavelle, Schwap Game, Steve Cabot, Le Chemise, Liam Reese, and our guest today is the one and only Ian Hogan. You can find all our content and all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so our world can get a little better. Jalen Dub, how you feeling, my man? Feeling good, feeling great. Looking good, looking great. I'm excited. This is like basically a round table, yo. We got a gonna squad. Be gonna be good. Captain Jerkbeard, how you feeling, my man? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> great. Very nice. I thumbs up. The How you doing, brother? Doing all right. Doing all right. Very good. Glad to hear. Just all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Completely indifferent. Not great. (laughs) Not bad. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Strong Sam. How we living? Face is red. Blood pressure's high. Fucking ready. Like to hear that. Like to hear that. All right. Was the Working Perspectives podcast? Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in society. Working perspective, exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we inform with new episodes available on every platform. So check out our live and how we get live. Then do us a solid. All right, uh, strong stem, kick it, uh, take it away. All right, so we always talking, you know, about good friends this next guest good friend of mine right some people would say you know they they've said i'm loyal i think loyal is another thing with other people and again yeah. uh when you go through rough times with people it creates a bond right no matter what it is whether it's uh, you know a thousand different things but anything that's hard makes you bond to people right and when people stand together and do shit together right so this guy has never ever left my side long right and different has the same mentality i did if he sees me in an issue he's in the issue too always you know good to have around you right so for instance one particular time there was a big back a big party in north wales right they called it the backyard boogie it was like three dudes backyard they all touched all the parents would be out right great i mean there was fucking 50 people because all the backyards touched right it was all in the same block one at the top of the street two back to back so uh we have kegs it's going all day some other fellas from another nearby town got invited by some girls right you got they came late too so you got like fucking i don't know 50 drunk North Wales guys, probably not the best move. Anyway, so they bring it, or in any person, not saying like just North Wales guys, but any situation, probably not the best, right? So these fellas come in there and they also have a little bit of bravado to them. So they start acting like assholes. I'm nowhere to be found because I'm drinking, right? So I'm away from the, the madness. And we hear all this shit go down, goes out to the front of the street. Everybody starts getting into it. And we 
could hear it from the back. So I run up naturally hearing people yell. And this one guy's talking about fuck North Wales, North town, fuck North Wales, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing, right? And this dude was like the same size as me. So I was like, fuck this guy. So I just walk up and drop this bull, start the whole thing, right? I'm the first asshole. Just drop this kid who's louder than I am. And I'm an asshole. Like this bull is worse than me. So I'm like, fuck this bull. I'm the asshole here. Yeah. Drop him, right? When I drop him, I'm, I'm not the most powerful guy in the world. I've dropped a few people with one good clean punch. Drop him though, right? I was like, oh, that bull's a pussy. So I look down and I'm starting to talk a little shit because now I'm excited. I'm gloating. You know, I don't really want yeah, punch people. Boy. Usually I got to square up. And yeah, I was like, how's that feel, motherfucker? Right as I'm doing that, I notice feet coming slowly in like slow motion. And I glance up and his big, big friend is running dead at me with his fist out, right? So I glance up, see at the last second, I'm able to tuck my head and make sure I take it off the top of my forehead like I'm a fucking European soccer player. <laughs> I'm trying to head this joint. I've seen a couple soccer games. I kind of, I don't know, right? So I tuck my head. This guy puts my chin into my goddamn solar plex and I like stick to my butt, right? Doesn't knock me out. He hits me in a huge spot and I have, God gave me a helmet, big thick skull. So yeah. I fall back a little As I open my eyes, I see big ball over me, ready to like drop me one. And right as I see him lift his arm, this bull just gets stalking spear tackled out of my vision. And I'm like, what the fuck? I get up and it's Ian, next guest, who has this guy tackled and wow. uh, a squirrel, Earl, and a couple other people. We ran up and fucked that guy up for that and beat the shit out of that guy. He deserved it. Oh, a bunch of people got hurt in that fight. But I got a little wild at the end. We're not going to incriminate any other people besides me and Ian. But if it wasn't for that, I probably would have got my ass beat. And this is a guy, like I owe a lot to him. I've like, been through uh, probably top three most shit of any person on the earth. So, uh, Ian Stoney's wild. I'm excited to have him on. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks that's for that. That's a save. Yeah. That's a save. Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> so, well, Ian, I'll tell you what, man. We've talked about you on the show plenty, and we've actually had you on the show before, and I'm really super excited. I thank you enough for being here for Steve's one-year anniversary show, and thanks enough for making the time to come out with us, even though you're on the West Coast. Uh, but before we get started, I would just like to ask, what movie do you think is better? The Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Part 2? Oh, man. Uh, I figured you guys asked this before and I was trying to listen because I was never really a fan of fucking either of them, to be honest. You might hate me for it. <laughs> I take Goodfellas over either of them. but it's, uh, Emo said the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I agree with it completely. Yeah. Uh, probably Godfather because I don't even think I've seen Godfather too. Oh, for fuck's sake! You got it. <laughs> I, I take no pleasure I mean, you in can't that. Be win. mad, Matt. Yeah, either do I, Jay. Now that we can't be no, mad at that. I mean, yeah. that was like a, he flipped a coin. Yeah, well, he flipped the, he on the wrong bro. side. What are you gonna mm -hmm. do? So, all right. Well, awesome. Well, what about Cheetos? Crunchy or puff? Crunchy. Yeah. There you go. Now Without a mad. doubt. Now you're. What mad. about <laughs> wings? Wings. Do you like the flats or the drumsticks? Ooh, great question. Ooh. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a drumstick fan. Drumsticks yeah. on the fucking way. Yeah. Yeah. That's a way better. No, you're out of your you like mind. Mind. Yeah, flats are way yeah, better. So do I. I agree. Oh, you're out of your mind. Drumsticks, drumsticks are for animals. Drumsticks, drumsticks are for yeah. life. I am a fucking animal. Eat that cartilage, you fucking monster. Chew the shit out of that cartilage. And they're easier. You yeah. only need one hand to eat them. You don't need. Yeah. You don't I need only dirty one hand. Too. Agreed. Hold on, Ian. You've never seen. Didn't you have like a fucking thousand movies? Yeah, that wasn't one <laughs> like of them. I remember seeing like at your one apartment, you had like a fucking so many movies, but that wasn't one of them. That's why. That's because. It's because we were never paying the cable bill, so I was just stocking up on DVDs. Dude, I was a bit we too. I had a massive collection of DVDs. Well, Godfather wasn't in them. the five dollar bin. 
<laughs> VHSs are making a comeback apparently. So gotcha. save your DVDs. No, they're yeah. not. Remember yeah, tracking? Like people Dude, are... I was just going to say tracking, <laughs> rewinding. Remember having to the rewind nightmare. it? Oh, they used to charge you. Please rewind. They would charge Please you if you didn't rewind it. Rewind. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. At Dude, remember, they're fucking criminals. It was like 50 cents. Go ahead, remember, having a, remember having a second machine that plugged in to just rewind? Mm. Yeah. 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 My had grandparents that. had one. I was like, look at you living yeah. in the lap yeah, of luxury. Yeah. 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 I remember, so you made it if you had a second one, you know? I remember Three I had, rewinders. Yeah, I had someone that had one that was like a sports car. Right, and you. Yeah, I think this is a duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, dude, dude. VHS, like you, we had like a cleaner, right? Like I had something that it was like a v, a cassette tape that you put in the VCR that would clean it, right? And then you could put your movie in there, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, back in the day in high school, um, they a uh, couple of the guys from high school went over to uh, Adult World. They would dump the old VHSs <laughs> in the dumpster, right? And so what they would do is they would cut the tape on the VHS and throw it in the dumpster. So they would jump in the dumpster, grab the VHS, tape it back up. And so you'd be watching it, right? And they'd be like, you know, it'd be a porn. And then it just goes like black for like, <laughs> for like five <laughs> seconds. Then it comes right back in. Yeah, yeah. just for the tape. That's Wait, great. Tom, were you being a dick? Are they, or are they actually coming back? Like people actually want VHS? People actually want VHS. He, he was being a dick yeah, though. Poor people. Also. Poor people. Not, <laughs> for no, what reason? I mean, like yeah, I guess the nostalgia back. thing, you know what I mean? Uh, like, who even we... has a VCR? Fucking exactly. hippies. Fucking hippies. Yeah, at a thrift store, maybe. Yeah, kind of like you know, playing cards and whatever. All that stuff. I guess it's just something that's you know not a. Uh, it you know it's nostalgic and there's not a lot of them, so they it's a better way to idea. interpret the media. No, yeah, I don't even have a DVD player. Yo, if you like, dude, I remember playing 64 like a couple of years ago and being like, dude, this like legit hurts my fucking eyes. Like watching this, <laughs> like if you watch the VHS right now, your eyes would like bleed. It would hurt so much. <laughs> like you so watch Sandlot on VHS. Plus, what's probably valuable is like some of them have like maybe uh features. Because remember, like what was it like the land before time used to have like a commercial before it or something oh like that, dude like, so did ninja yeah, turtles ninja yeah. turtles do you remember that do you remember the Secret one before movies. ninja turtles yeah it was, it was like, like a pizza hut commercial yeah it was, was just about to i say play that. right field it's important <laughs> to know you gotta know how to catch you gotta know how to throw and he makes the winning catch and where do they go after they win the big game so i'd imagine the vhs that had like maybe salad some bar different shit like Dude. that on it maybe and so you know everything is digital now so maybe having the actual physical thing the artwork on the on Dude, the remember tr remember trailers before yeah, the trailers, uh, dude, you're right. yeah, um, all that stuff. Dude, like, you yeah, have to watch, I like, I remember watching Braveheart and seeing a trailer, like, watching Braveheart, like, five years later and seeing a trailer for a movie that came yeah. out that four years ago. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, if I turned on an old VHS and there was some, like, legit trailer on, I'd be like, oh, shit, this yeah. is yeah. Yeah. the commercial. Yeah. Like, commercial yeah. I'd be like, damn, this is awesome. So yeah. I can see why, I mean, you know, yeah. maybe that's the reason they 
people are buying them. I don't know. What, what, what were you going to say, Justin? <laughs> if, um, oh, shit, I just had it. I have a VHS in my basement that has Master Dolph Lundgren's Masters of the Universe Great and uh, Candy's uh, Who Framed Harry Crumb on it together. Oh, it's a fantastic you have, Wait, no, no, the boots to match. The boots. And, are you fucking kidding? I love that movie. You know, Dude, if you, you know, know Harry Crumb, if you, you know, know Harry, we need to fucking go. Yeah. We need to fucking go. <laughs> Harry right. Crumb is the movie. But, oh, uh, so so is that, was it recorded? Candy's best. Or is it like an original VHS? No, no, no. Honestly, both, I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. Oh, dude, like who's Harry Crumb? Not a lot television. of people know who's Harry Crumb. Dude, John, I would say John. John Candy's probably his best film. The best. His it's best not film. Who's the masseuse? Who's Harry Crumb? I thought it was. Yeah, that the I, one with the with the cover, and it's got like the shadow of him on the front of it. Yeah, could be. It's like a right. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I, I I've heard of it. He's like a he's like a uh, a a private eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So funny. And who's the uh, Elliot yeah. Drazen? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Elliot Drazen. Yeah, I was going to say about VHS is uh, if you're like a prepper, if you think the world's going to end, like there, there won't be digital media. The the man with the right. VHS will be king. Oh yeah. hell yeah! Uh, fuck this VHS shit. Ask this kid some questions. Where are we going? <laughs> land of the blind, the man with the one eyeball. It's uh, the so, reason we're here, Ian. Your VHS collection. Yeah, what do you up, have? Yeah. Uh, real quick though, before we get started, it's Who's Harry Crumb, 1989 no film starring there. John Candy. Uh, I thought it was so, Who Framed. It's, no, it's, it's, you're thinking of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. If you guys, so, if you guys are not out, I'm leaving. All right. So let's get this thing started. So Ian here was born and raised in Richland, Washington. Uh, younger Washington. years, Washington grew up. That's in how they Washington. pronounce it out there. Yeah, my mom says Wash as well, and she's a weirdo. So, oh yeah! Oh yeah! So uh, younger years, uh, Ian here grew up in Washington State. Then he moved to North Willie when he was fifteen. That's a rough place to move when you're 15. <laughs> That's <laughs> like the, if you can pick the worst places to move when you're 15, North Wales is top five. So, uh, and then for school, right, K, like kindergarten through ninth grade, did a bunch of schools all over Washington. He did a Catholic school for a little bit, but that didn't last. Do you remember why that didn't last, Ian? The Catholic school. Uh, <laughs> I was I did seventh and eighth grade, and then I went to ninth grade at a catholic all boys high school in seattle it's called o'day and uh sounds gay my my <laughs> my travel time I, I looked up they had some actually pro football players that came out of there but i can't yeah. remember what the fuck their names was yeah um it's true i argued with you about it um <laughs> steve argued no get <laughs> out of here this guy come on sorry and i interrupted you so go ahead oh no you're good so my commute time was like really rough i think i had to get up at, like five in the morning Mm-hmm. to either catch a ride with my other buddy who went to seattle prep or one of the seniors who went to o'day and it was, you know it's like an hour or so drive there um you'd have class then i had football practice after school and football practice was like two or some hours and then i would sit at the bus depot for like an hour waiting for the bus and then it was like a two-hour bus ride home oh. to the suburbs oh. so i was getting home at like eight nine o'clock every night I was not doing homework. I wasn't doing shit. I was exhausted. So I bailed out of my first semester. (laughs) Plus, like, no, like, we sit, like, you hear that now, like, the long commute, and you're like, at least you have your phone. You had no phone back then. You weren't cracking a book. 
Like you're legit sitting there twiddling your thumbs looking for the hobo to just have a conversation with. Damn. Yeah, and it was the hood too. Like the hood in Seattle. Like, I don't know, what was I, 14 maybe? A lot of gays in that hood, huh? A lot of gays in that hood. <laughs> it was just a hood. Like I didn't have no fucking it money. So it was like I was going to the Island store games. to like, buy something, you know? Yeah, damn, dude. That it, sounds... It, it sucked. Yeah, it sucked. sounds not worth it at all. So yeah. then, okay. So then you leave there, right? The commute sucked. And then you ended up moving to PA. Do you remember why you would move to Pennsylvania? So I moved there. It was uh, summer of 98 or fall of 98. Uh, my dad had gotten a job. He was a pipe fitter. And uh, there was work over there on the East Coast. And That's how you were born, my, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fitting pipe. Ah! Oh, yeah. Oh, all right <laughs> yeah sorry so, you interrupted uh, the guy with the yeah, do you know the does your dad know the cream saver is that who he's spitting pipe with <laughs> yo leave his fucking mother out of leave the time. meat mule alone all right i'm just kidding all right sorry justin i apologize nice. i love your mother yeah. Yeah. um keep going. sorry Ian. so you moved why did you move to uh pennsylvania so it was like the work had opened up in my my stepmother, who is from back east, uh, New York, like all of her kids are out there. Yeah. So we've been over here on the West Coast for this whole time. So like, well, I guess we could like move closer to them and be with them. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we get there. And my first place of residency was the fucking Hatfield Motel. Oh, I stayed there for like yeah. a week. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow welcome yeah. to welcome to the area the Hatfield <laughs> i think they were waiting they're waiting on closing on the house so Oof. i stayed there for like a week that was and... service at that place huh <laughs> yeah there was fucking cockroaches on the ground and shit oh, it was awful. Dude, that place is brutal we yeah. used to have hotel oh. parties there they, that place was Hell yeah. brutal that That's place disgusting. is just like we don't care they charge by the hour or two for people who want to yeah, if you want you know, to you just want to fuck yeah yeah yeah, yeah. bring a nice lady at a night there so, so you uh you're you're at the Hatfield Motel while your parents are closing on the house. You then move into the house in North Wales, right? And then mm -hmm. I want to kick it to you, Lashmish. So uh, Ian gave a little story about how he met Steve, but uh, Liam, do you remember the first time you met Ian? Probably through Trav's brothers. Probably through like house parties at Trav's house. Like, well, because we were younger, he he hung out with like all the older guys, even though him and Cabot aren't that much older than me. But I guess I just like, no, I, I, I didn't make yeah. the cutoff for the older guys. <laughs> at that, you know? at, at that age, at that age, the groups are set. Like, you guys yeah. are one big group, but there's definite di different entities that Some are group. broken apart by uh -huh. age in the crew. Yeah. Same yeah. with us. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. My, my best friend, his parents would like, go out on the weekends and stuff they'd go camping and that house there was just always parties and that that had to have been where i met Ian. yeah drinking like yeah. kamikaze and uh, marvel <laughs> hurricane 40s oh <laughs> dude i'll tell you what i love the good colt 45 i like the colt 45 40s double malt? you can drink yeah. a double malt yeah i like yeah. I, for some reason malt liquor and me got along never had a problem with and it. and just in all all uh transparency liam you you could probably hit a, a if you hit a good baseball you're hitting ian's crib from liam's crib oh yeah oh yeah, really close. It, it, oh, yeah. yeah. so close. you were by the eighth and church situation ian yeah. was on seventh oh yeah. 
Oh, seventh in church. There's a lot of a lot of speculation about that seventh in church. Going that block. Yep. You're near sausage. Are you are you the one that bought sausage's house after she got evicted with her mom? <laughs> nah, he lived on the middle. But she lived top. up top, didn't she? Yeah. 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 yeah at the very top. So nah, I lived I lived right in the middle before right by the spot. Yeah. This guy, this guy lived next to a North Wales fucking legend who RIP no longer. Irishman. 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 This guy would drive through our fucking neighborhood on a bike with a basket in the front with the longest wizard beard you've ever seen. Always dressed like he's ready for fucking Vietnam to break back out. And would have a case of whether it was Bush. I've seen him with like uh, Natty. It, you beast. Milwaukee's Milwaukee's best. Milwaukee. Yeah, always the best. It was cheap. This boy would throw it in the thing and lived right next to Ian and was just never said a word to any kid, never looked at us, just fucking stonewalled everyone and took a 30 pack yeah. back multiple times a day. So oh, never God. anything just scream at him. Irish mom. And he, his whole <laughs> never, life, yo. Never anything higher in quality than like Natty Ice. You know no. what I mean? It's just always like whatever the whatever the cheapest like 30 pack was. And that's what he was riding yep. out. He probably was just like the thousand yard stare from what he had seen. Oh. Just fucking was he so you were amazing? Scared of his ass. Why were what he was Irish Irish monk? Is that what he was called? Mon. 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 M-O-N. Irish Mon. All right. Irish why, Mon. What? Why? Do you like know? you're Jamaican or something? Like Pretty Irish much. Mon. Like I thought it was Jamaican Mon. Mon. M-U-N-G, like mongoloid. Oh, Mon. oh like, like you're saying, like you're Irish saying, Mon. man with the accent. Like you're saying, yeah, with an accent. Yeah, man so with an like accent. A Jamaican and he just accent. came up you're with Irish that one Mon. day. This is what we screamed I mean, at him. All right. We screamed at a lot of people. Makes sense. And then he lived forever. And then yeah, he just yeah, he crushed did. 30 rack after 30 rack after 30 <laughs> rack and lived to like 100. God, you should yeah, show, listen to the show. You should have seen his, uh, when I was six. You seen his VHS legend. collection. Yeah. <laughs> the best ever. So, okay. So, all right. So, Liam, you met Ian like through partying and all that through shit. Irishman. Yeah, through Irishman. Yeah, through Irishman. <laughs> Ian said he met you, uh, well, kind of got adjacent to you via a gel tabs deal that went awry do you do you remember meeting ian for the first time i sure do so it was uh like you said when he first got on the block the first people in his grade were the twins uh jr and dj they were in his grade grade above me so uh naturally they chilled with right next door was the zigglers on sixth street back in the day i was also on sixth street sixth street probably the wildest street on fucking north wales at a point Especially yeah. when the Minissies and the Zigglers live next to each other. They had the crackheads down the street. It was a wild street. I apparently, yeah. whatever. But uh, I obviously hung with Chuck, Chaz, and Chaz hung with DJ and JR, and Ian was always there. So within like fucking, you know, like you said, a, a week or a month of him being in North Wales, I met him. And he was close to the same. We were in the same grade, same age. We always hang out with the, and became the same crew. You know what I mean? So right off the bat. Ian, I want to ask you this. Um, I've met Steve. I've met Liam. And then I've met Brandon and I've never really met, uh, I'm, I know Trav, but I never really met Trav's brothers. I think uh, in passing and, <laughs> and Chaz and Chaz, I only interacted with, I think maybe twice. Right. And yeah. it were, it was quick, just whatever's, you know, what was your first impression of meeting these fucking guys right like you lived <laughs> yeah, in you that's... lived in you're in washington and maybe shit got mm. a little wild in washington but brandon was regaling me with a story 
about how like <laughs> there was like a gang of guys that pulled up on the on Trav's older brothers and they ran up and got like a shotgun and they're like, we're ready to fucking die. Like these are the guys you're oh, yeah. meeting moving to PA. What what's your first thoughts here coming <laughs> to North Wales? hanging out with these guys where you're like, wow, Catholic school is just, you know, really preparing <laughs> for this or what? So my first week, like I wasn't in, um, enrolled at North Penn yet. So I was yeah. just like chilling at home. Yeah. And I would walk to Wawa. And I remember every time I walked past 7th Montgomery, like the, uh, I don't know if I can say on the, block. the comms were always there sitting on the corner and whoever else, whatever other million motherfuckers were sitting at 7th Montgomery. And everyone was always eyeballing me and shit. But it's like, so I was like, damn, I was like, these motherfuckers want to fight me? But like nothing ever happened. And I finally got into school. And I think the my first day of school, I was taking the bus home. And I heard someone talking about baseball. And so I just walked up to him. I think it was either, I think it was JR. And I was like, are you guys playing home run derby? <laughs> And they're like, they're like, no, but we fucking can. And literally right then and there, I just kind of incorporated into the crew, his older brother, and then uh, pretty much everyone. I was sitting on my first porch for the first time, chilling in North Wales, smoking fucking Newports. Yeah, that quick. Yeah, New, that quick. Newports will get you in pretty quick. If I know yeah. them. If I know them like I think I do. <laughs> but everyone like everyone welcomed me like like I was one of the crew like immediately. Like I was really. Uh, they were like, wait, yeah. you yeah, do yeah, drugs. Cool. You don't mind going getting ah. down. Let's hang. I didn't even do drugs yet. I didn't even. I never, <laughs> no. yeah. Well, that didn't last long. I did it. <laughs> no, it didn't. No. We no, saw I, was, I, I think I smoked weed within my first month. Jump. What was that, Steve? We saw Ian's look and realized this crazy Irish fuck was a different bull right away. We were like, no, nah, we can use him. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're in the yeah. crew. <laughs> yeah, sure. ass bull, yeah, come on, you in. Nice. Okay. So then Ian, you would move to, you know, North Wales and then you would finish uh, public school here, right? You would finish out public school. But when you moved here, you, well, we'll say so. Kind of. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you moved here, you had like family here already and stuff like in the yeah. area, but okay. So you're going to North Penn, right um you're hanging with the crew but then something happened and you would finish your high school career at glenn mills right you would celebrate two birthdays at glenn mills and yep. for those that don't know uh what what is glenn mills like how do they call it it's like a juvie high school like what do they even call yeah. it yeah i mean it's i think it's technically I, a some, detention center yeah it <laughs> is but it didn't have like it didn't have fences you weren't like locked up you know what i mean um you could run yeah like you could leave the consequence but the consequences of them fucking tracking your ass down which they did and finding you is not worth ever trying to run away really i saw kids get oh kids came back fucked up actually i think Fuck. it's like a military thing right they treat it like a boot camp so it's like a military institution almost it's like like a like a valley forge you know uh type but of deal do they have you like waking up early and working out in that shit or no i mean it was pretty much like do sports, do school, don't fuck up, don't be a dick. And yeah. things went pretty well for you. But like you had mad kids who were just fucking straight up delinquents and didn't want to fucking listen to authority. So they got, you know, their asses kicked. But if you did sports and you excelled, the fucking place wasn't that bad. And yeah. for anyone listening, hold on, for anyone listening, there was this massive lawsuit at this school that we always found yeah. out about <laughs> that's been all over the news because they they literally did used to beat the shit out of kids. That Ian said that so naturally. That's how you know he was telling the truth when he was like, you fucked up and they beat your ass. 
They, the enormous lawsuit happened because yeah. of it. Didn't they, did they send you a check, Dub? No, they told me to get fucked because it was too long ago. Uh, <laughs> statue limitations have passed. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know this world's turned to shit when, like, the juvie kids that need to get their ass kicked to get in line can't get their ass kicked right. anymore. I'll tell you, nope. how many people's lives did that place turn around because they didn't take their bullshit? You know, it might Probably be tough. A lot. A lot. It might be, it might be tough, but it was, you know, what I mean, like it needs to happen at some point. You know what I'm saying? But damn, dude. So you're what there. Probably happened is they probably went over the line with like one or two kids. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh no, they definitely like, they, they took it to a level like like sleepers. I could see like getting a, a next chop, a neck chop, or or something like that. But I mean, I seen a kid get gripped up. His head slammed onto a pool table with balls on it, drag up the steps out of the way so no one could see, and then just whooping his ass. And like the staff members there were fucking huge steroided motherfuckers, man. Like, wow. (laughs) So where where Ian was was like worse. So where I was when I was a kid, like if, if they, if we fucked up where we were at, then they would ship you to Glen Mills, where you really, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Camp Adams, sound. Camp Adams, with the crazy kid that was shooting people since he was seven. Well, was... I think they sent him there because he was young. Yeah, you know what I mean, because he was Still, so little. But Camp Adams, you're sleeping on a fucking mountaintop, just like you know, living that way. But and like working out. But I, I do remember this: is that the weightlifting had just become like considered like a sport when we were there. And Glenn Mills, their weightlifting, their varsity weightlifting team won the state championship, and their JB weightlifting team got runner up. So <laughs> that's the kind of place we're talking about. But mm-hmm. but they had like I remember they had Was a couple there steroids going on uh, in the school. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean. Uh, probably who knows i mean i know there's definitely people there with nice. with fucking murder charges and shit. angry like, children there they just didn't get tried as adults what wait they're giving steroids to to guys that had murder Athlete. raps wow i mean fucking maybe i don't know don't quote Dog, me I see some yeah. there that were mu- the wrestling Yo, team the dude, football team some dude, of those i guys remember fucking giants i was like yeah, yeah. Yo, that was ridiculous i remember they i remember they had a, a heavyweight wrestler that I don't think he had ever wrestled before, but was so yoked, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he ended up like qualifying for states and doing well, right? But he was, like, I mean, yeah. he was like, Oof. I was like, what are you, 30? What's going on here? <laughs> like, I was like, geez, Ronnie Coleman just show up? What the fuck is this? But yeah, no, that, so that school wasn't messing around. So uh, can you, are you, care, care to elaborate why you had to go to that school? So did you get your ass beat by the bull? Did I you did get not. your ass kicked? Okay. No. Never. Did the guards nope. rip you up, pull you on the ground? <laughs> Ian was never. too smart. He saw people get. I got a neck kicked. chop a couple times, but I, uh, I never got like really in trouble. A neck chop. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking neck chop, like a little. <laughs> they would be like, a, how you getting? <laughs> yeah, how are you? Neck chop. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, that's what, wait, wait. were right the teachers in the neck or front of the neck? Were the teachers well, jokes too? Ron, yeah. yeah. they would do that shit. Fuck yeah. Oh, my stepfather is a Ukrainian a and he, he poke you in your Adam's apple and he'd be yelling at you. I'm like, oh my God, the first time it happened to me. Oof. I've never been more intimidated in my whole life. Wait, wait. So, <laughs> Ian, uh, yeah. okay, so elaborate. And uh, so, let if you're cool to share, let us know what happened, why you went there. And then, two, uh, the teachers there, were they like normal teachers or were they all y- yoked like freaking jack dude? I mean, most people were 
yoked jack dudes and they may have like went to college and gotten some kind of fucking teaching degree maybe wow um, i know like they're all two of them played, teachers it's like a school two of, PE teachers. <laughs> two of the teachers like or the staff members played for the fucking redskins watch your language watch your language sorry the commanders the commanders <laughs> <I apologize. laughs> i'd have to edit that one <laughs> edit that um, out matt <laughs> does it matter but yeah, I don't think like everyone was pretty much a staff member that would also teach. But like the school program was a complete fucking joke. Like as long as you showed up there, like they'd give you a high school. Did you have to? Li- you had to live there too, right? Did you live on campus? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, fucking yeah. yeah. You get a oh, home pass yeah. after like six months. You get for like five days. And uh, boy. and they didn't drug test on the way back. Just if anyone was curious. Nice. <laughs> Why the fuck it was not? Yeah. Yeah. Never. Now, they said as long as you don't fucking like, get arrested. While you're on home pass, we don't give a fuck what you So, okay. So, how did you get I, into this place? So, uh, let's see. Summer between um, junior and sophomore year, things are going well. Nice. And then I think like my first or second <laughs> week into my junior year, I was out drinking down by the tr- uh, train tracks with, with the boys. Yeah. With the MAC boys, if anyone remembers that. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> I was drinking and then, oh fuck, I'll just tell the story. So um, I just fucking drive in this chick's car, right? I got no license yet or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, this story's wild. <laughs> I gotta take my and I, I don't know, I don't even think I was really that drunk, but I was fucking, I don't know, 15. I guess I was 16 now. And I'm fucking flying down Church Street in this chick's car and I fucking smash into who turns into my ex for future ex-girlfriend i slam into her dad's car like tear the fucking back off and i'm like oh fuck so i'm trying to like skirt away the whole front end destroyed, <laughs> like not driving anywhere that's in the car you're already driving <laughs> yeah <laughs> guy hit, cavalier i hit tear's oh dad's my car God, dude oh my God. <laughs> so i'm trying to get it is that yeah. how you met her? No, no, uh. no. I didn't meet her until after I got out of Glen Mills. <laughs> wait, wait, so you <laughs> hit her dad's car before yeah. you met her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who was Were you girl? ever allowed over there? Were you ever allowed yeah, to over there? I didn't even fucking care. What? I met her as a daughter. Fuck, I dated her for three years. Some guy randomly destroyed your car one night. And two, not even two years later, like, a year and a half later, she brings, she's like, remember the guy that whacked the wheel outside? Yeah, this is him. I'm doing yeah, pretty now. much. That's how that <laughs> works. I was like, oh my now. God. I was like, yo, you can't ever fucking up. tell him. And she told him, but he didn't even fucking care. <laughs> she told him. <laughs> yeah, fuck I was like, fuck a stupid, fuck a stupid bitch. <laughs> could you imagine? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, could you imagine? I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> of course he can't what? come in. <laughs> you want to have him over for Thanksgiving, you dumb yeah. bastard? Get him the fuck out of here. Did you he pay let for me the live car? There. Did you pay for the car? Fuck no. Someone's insurance paid for that shit. <laughs> hey, not Ian. What insurance <laughs> covers drunk minors? Jesus so, Christ, farmers. Dude. So I was trying to... I smashed the car and I'm fucking trying to get away, right? And the car ain't going nowhere. So I'm like, yo, you have got to jump in the driver's seat and say you were driving because if you're going to get in more trouble than I am for letting me drive your car. And she fucking did it. Yeah. Hell yeah, she did. Hell yeah, she did. So oh, I fucking what a soldier. Spot. 
Hammerstone fucking shows up and like instantly fucking smells the fucking alcohol in my breath. And I was like, oh, he was like, were you driving? Like, oh, no, no. So bust me for a fucking underage anyway. Takes me home. I get away with the other part. And statute of limitations should be far. So this is all good. Yeah, yeah you're, you're good. Uh, and you were like underage. So it doesn't matter. It's all That's right. sponge. That's a lawyer. So they dropped me off at my <laughs> parents' house, which uh, did not go over well with my parents, obviously. Oh, um, yeah. And then I think the North Wales pharmacy thing happened where we all got popped for fucking. <laughs> don't, 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 don't indict. Don't, don't indict anyone else in that. Just. I will this, yeah. this, uh, well, it's police record. Yeah, yeah I actually I mean, don't really care anymore. I mean, are you sure? Yeah, I don't really Yeah, I mean, the anymore. cops are the one who fucking came to the bus stop. Fuck. <laughs> Packard was waiting at the bus stop for us to get off the bus and then picked us all up, me and a couple other people, because someone had a bag of pharmacy items at their house and their parents saw it and then went and called the cops on. And then so fucking here I am fucking yoked up with Hacker and he comes into my kitchen and like everyone else is like, oh, no, I only took like $10 worth of stuff. And I'm over here like, oh, I got cigarettes and blunts and candy bars. <laughs> Yeah, I was fucked so mad that like everyone else just played the game and yeah, I was all dumb. Was cool. Everyone else was cool. Well, I just yeah. took the blame for everyone, so yeah. But it Wait, cost so... my parents like four hundred dollars, which but... is way god, it was way more than that. Yeah. But uh so wait, is did so the kid that ratted uh, that Brandon told the story about on Steve's one year, is that the kid that gave you guys up? No. Oh, okay. No. no. No, that's a different. No, that's scenario. someone else. That was the yeah, parents cool. found the shit. Later. Called the cops. Is that yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah. So parents found some shit. Called the cops. You guys got busted, and then um, you, were you and whoever you were with get busted, and then you get shipped up to Glen Mills. Not yet. Okay. There's more. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> that like no, I didn't even get like, busy. <laughs> Hacker didn't even like press charges or anything. He was like, when you say Hacker, that's the chief of police in North Wales, right? Yeah. Okay. It'll got kicked off the forest for fighting a guy in a casino while drunk and was currently acting cat or chief and then had to get fucking <laughs> fired because we can't have the chief while he's off duty he fighting other dickheads, actually security guards, in a fucking casino drunk. He was Hammered, the classic. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out Barry. Yeah, shout out Barry. <laughs> he was the classic, like, boys will be boys because, like, there is so yeah, I like, like Barry. Like, people are like, yeah, me too. You know what, white privileges? I was like, there, I would be doing a 20 year sentence if it wasn't for my Caucasian skin in the town I grew up in. Wow. <laughs> Damn. He was, he just like, I'm too lazy to do this fucking thing. He would, he would be like, you got weed on you because he wanted weed. This is true. He'd be like, no. <laughs> they weren't piss and, testing and the just, cops back then. Just for, just for more perspective, that was, our, my dare teacher he's speaking of. that was, oh. was our dare teacher just to let you know hey man wonders why we all went fucking a little haywire amy yep just right? say no um I blame okay you. so then what happened ian so that happened and then oh it's pretty much like not really uh you know listening to my parents much and um banged your I first guy i start i start yeah I, uh, you know, I was rebellion and <laughs> and all that, all the good stuff. And I, I got into an argument with my parents one night and it was right after that fucking big ass hurricane. The one that like flooded Maybe. all the streets. No, it was like Ivan or some shit. It's like 99. Um, 
And like, I was up fucking arguing with my parents. I'm like, what do you want me to just fucking kill myself? And that did not go over fucking well. So when, came back, so, yeah, so when I got back from school the next day, there's a fucking ambulance and off the building 50 I go. Oh, they wait, so you went to school <laughs> and then when you got home, they yep. sent you to the 302? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about it. I was off. Yeah, I, you're off the I wasn't going to do it anyway. I yeah, was I wasn't going to do it. And now we're a whole day past it. Now I yep. now you've already thought about it, regretted that you said it, and they're like, no, no, no we're sending you in. You're like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, 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 no. I was like, we're what passes. the fuck? Are you, what do you yeah. mean? Yeah. No, three hundred two fucking was awful. Building fifty, oh. and uh, yeah. Oh. So it was starting to put me a little bit behind in school, but like I caught up and things were good. I think things were all right for like a little bit, and then in school. You mean life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Building fifty. Yeah, it sucked. Ooh. So it happened again. My parents were like, oh you're not God. home. If you're not home by like eight o'clock, we're locking the doors. Don't bother coming home. So I was like, I think I went home and I was like eight Oh five or something. That door was locked. And I was like, fuck it. So I went out all weekend and I came back on my, on Sunday night or Monday morning and come to the house. I go in and then like 15 minutes later, fucking Hammerstone and blank show up. And I fucking try and run out the back. My dad fucking tackles me. The cop fucking grab me, fucking arrest me, back to fucking building 50 for another week. Why building 50? I don't come to yeah, they thought I was going to be a danger to myself. You can't leave. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I did that. And now I'm way behind. Now I'm way behind in school. <laughs> I love Yo, that you bolted. Did you did you yeah, yeah. You're right out the back door. That's Fuck out of here. We're not trying to go fucking yeah. party some more. Yep. With no Get money. Yeah. We need to find a way. So, uh, after that, um, my parents got me put on HomeQuest. If anyone remembers that, yeah, yeah. respect. I was on it. Wait, wait, the so fucking... ankle bracelet? No, but you had to like anywhere you went, you had to call the number and like check in. But you couldn't be with someone else who was also on HomeQuest. And so my friend at the time, we were both on HomeQuest, so we'd have to like call from different <laughs> houses. <laughs> like one of us would call from cashes, and someone else would have to call across the street. It was stupid. It was a good method, but it worked. But like, so they were drug testing me all the time, and I didn't give a fuck at this point. I I was like, I'm gonna do all the drugs I fucking want, and I don't give a fuck if you lock me up. Yeah, I did, and I I failed every drug drug test they gave me. And finally, (laughs) (laughs) finally, I had to go to court for it. I remember I was like sitting with Chaz in his room, and we're blazing whatever bong it was. It was before the 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 Slimer bong, but like. Ziggler finally came in and was like, that's enough. So we're climbing out the fucking window and I go home and I go to court. I didn't really think I was going to do a lot of time. And the courts, when the judge was like, I think you're going to need something long term. He's like 14 to 18 months. And I was like, fuck, dude. Oh, my God. And I thought I was going to do like Vision Quest or something like that. And uh, they're like, oh, no, you're going to Glenn Mills. And I was like, You just thought you were going to do another quest from home quest to vision quest? Yeah. You know, I figured I'd just stay in the quest. quest. Uh, what, what quest, quest am I going on now? You yeah. Know? yeah. This bull's this quest has been down since he hit North Wales. Since his feet touched in North Wales. Yeah. Yeah. This is going down. Yeah, your, your life really went in one direction. North Wales. Yeah. To North Wales. Did not take any long. Scumbag. Yeah, how about it? <laughs> but like most of like a bunch of us got locked up all around the same time too, which is crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. not crazy if that's <laughs> It's not, totally crazy. Surprised, it's not surprising at all. They're crazy. Yeah. It's not crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
So then, okay. So then, <laughs> you 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 get sentenced, and they tell you hit the bricks. What quest kid. am I going on now, Judge? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what was Get it all, like? Like excited. What? How? Like going to going to Glen Mills your first day there. Like, what's it all like? Well, like so that I wasn't like I wasn't there on a charge, so I didn't go to juvenile hall. I was in the shelter that they have there, which is like the same, but you're not like locked in. And so they fucking drive you in this van all the way there. And I was shook because I was like, I was, I was shook because I was fucking, you know, 15, 16 years old and yeah. basically going to lock up with a bunch You're of fucking kids. You're in a jumpsuit? No, no. Just, you, just reg- you, use, you wear uh, regular clothes there. Just like you have like your clothes or they have, like, you're now in your uniform. Your clothes, unless boss. you have no clothes and they have to give you clothes. All right. That's yeah. like jail, basically. Yeah. But for it's like the first week, they call it. They say you're on concern, so like you have to be with staff members <laughs> like 24 hours. No. And no you got to get up at like 4:30 in the morning. Uh, fuck, I don't remember. Maybe. Well, either way, so it's you're not with, like jail. Yeah, you're with a staff member like 24/7. They're waking you up at 4:30 in the morning. Go ahead. And you just you, know, you go sit in the cafeteria for like three hours until like everyone else gets up and eats, and then you gotta like sit up front in this row, and like everyone's staring at you. And then yeah, it sucked. It was fucking awful until Oof. you start to get into like you know the flow of things. Man. And you're living there. Yeah, the teacher has a bachelor's degree in what's child the, abuse. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got lucky i was in one of the units that like the upper and lower unit had its own bathroom so like it was like three people to a room and you have your own bathroom but like the middle hall it was a fucking gang shower luckily i didn't have to fuck go in that bitch yeah. but uh a lot of the other ones it's all gang shower so who knows what fucking weird shit was going on in there you know went yeah. down don't lie you know yeah. it, went down. It, it probably did yeah probably did i didn't yeah. see it thankfully but they fucking did you experience it how many kids are not. how many kids are at this school? Uh I think at one point they had a good amount, but maybe like when I was there 500 maybe. So yeah, damn. 500 and 500 idiots. fucking goons. Yeah. The yeah. state mm-hmm. weightlifting championship team. Yeah. yeah. Monster yeah. animals. Just yeah. Them that have Just literally nothing. Come there to get clothes and shelter. Re- wrestling practice yeah, the only, in the like, shower yeah it's brutal the only Are females you... you would see would be like staff members but if you weren't allowed to like look below their neck and if you what? did you you're getting your ass whooped you yeah. get neck chop no oh, you're you getting way worse than that what way worse than that yeah wow stare them directly in their teeth wow you in contact with anybody that you met there or was there anyone? Um, they're all dead. I know. I, I, I think I'm on Facebook friends. The one kid I played soccer with there. But anyone else? No. Is in jail for a long time. They're institutionalized. I was the besides kid. uh Jimmy Burns. He was there for a little bit when I was there. Shout out, Fans. Remember? Show. <laughs> That's right. Do, do I know Jimmy Burns? Shout out, shout out to Bruce. Back in the Cabot does. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's an old head in North Wales, but he's like four years older than me. All right, and two years, three years older than Eden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like pretty much the only person so, I really knew when I was going there. So you went to um, so like, but you would end up like like this is kind of it, it, as much as it was shit, it's kind of turned you around and was a good thing for you going to Glen Mills. It ended up being yeah. a positive experience, like it kept you tight, cleaned you up, cleaned you out, and like you like what sports did you play? You soccer, is that right? Did you play soccer? I played soccer and then I played 
uh, into right. a track. Okay, nice. So, oh, so you were doing? Yeah, so you could run, huh? No, I'm not oh. fucking. I'm not fast, but I no. just played because it was something to fucking do. Yeah, I just yeah, did yeah. distance. So I was doing like 800 meter and mm-hmm. yeah, eating every second of it. I ran the yeah. 800. I like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Justin, doing it two we minutes. know you're an athletic phenom. All right, you don't have to. But it was better than like show. sitting at the unit with the fucking idiots who get in trouble yeah. you know so i was like yeah so wait like to... if you didn't do a sport would you uh like like you would just sit around and do nothing yeah like, or uh, and so i mean our know? unit was we had like playstations and shit a big tv two pool tables so there's like what? stuff to do but you're just sitting in there all the time and it's you know yeah, you how many after how many fights were over pool and playstation like there was a no touch policy so like if you got in a fight you're getting kicked out of like the like Lincoln Hall was mine. That was the sweetest unit on on the whole campus there. And like you don't want to, you didn't want to fuck up and lose. Yeah, get you know, shipped down to to one of the crappy ones with no yeah. AC. Um, oh shit! So our, like our unit was was really nice. I got so lucky. like everyone was like, look, this is how it gets down. Don't fuck it up, or you're gonna lose like the good pool table and the good PlayStation. Yeah. And if you're gonna uh, fight, go in the bathroom and put towels on. You know? Oh really? Was that a thing? Yeah, okay, don't be a bitch. That was a thing. Yeah. Did you ever have to do that or no? I did not know. All right, nice. Good I was pretty you. cool. I mean, um, the, the time just went for me, and I was yeah. just waiting up to go on my home pass. Don't yeah. start no shit, won't be no shit. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Oh. yeah, smart. I had a job there. I worked in the fucking dental office, and uh, you know, I was like busy from moment. Dental ago. office? Yeah, I was a dental. I was a dental assistant in that place. God <laughs> damn! Who, who's what? Whose insurance sends them to Glenn Mills Dentistry? Well, the teachers were knocking out? out so many teeth. <laughs> For real, man. yeah. But like, you weren't getting any. Like, you got no. Like, I did oral extractions and stuff, and there was no. Like, you're not putting kids under. They're just digging out. This guy was like an old World War II combat vet. Yo, hold on, hold on, pause, <laughs> so, pause. Yeah. Please clip him talking about his. Oral ejaculation or whatever the fuck he just said. Oral Jesus dig out. Christ, Ian. Oral extraction. It was the gayest fucking moment of my life with you. Jesus. That's what, it's, called. All right, That's what all it's called. Yeah. Jesus so either Christ. way, you're you're getting extracted orally and you're doing all this stuff. <laughs> so you're working at the yeah. dentist and everything. You're kind of keeping your head down, doing your work, and like just doing sports, like just kind of staying busy to help the time get by right and like were you, you like you end up getting in decent shape and stuff like you know like put on some good yoke and everything yeah i mean i probably i was a tiny you know kid when i went in there i came out like 180 pounds and i was a uh, i was pretty good size nice. when i got out of there okay. i wasn't like okay. a fat fucker nice. like i am now <laughs> all right perfect um <laughs> All right, nice. All right, I have well, a bachelor's degree in oral ejaculation. Yeah. <laughs> so oral extraction, you got your master's. Up, so it. Either way, uh, you would end up doing so well there that you got a scholarship from Glenn Mills to go to Montco, right? You got two scholarships. Two, yeah. Oh, wow. So, like, they, like they're trying to get these kids to do so well that they're like, look, like, there's so many incentives. Like, look, dude, just don't fuck up. Do this stuff, and we'll fucking help you go to, like, I know it's Monco, but it's better than where you fucking could go, right? Like, you're not getting in anywhere, and we can get you in here and get you some hook up there. And, like, dude, I, th- I think anyone would take that. That's a great, great thing, you know? So you get the two scholarships to Monco. You end up going there, right? Like, how how did that go? Uh, it was good. I mean, I think I did all right my first semester. Second semester, uh, 
so the process of getting these scholarships, right? So you like call before your classes are, and then they send payment. Well, this motherfucker like didn't send payment in time. So I lost all the classes I was supposed to have. And they were just giving me a bunch of bullshit classes. They weren't even going to go towards my major. And so I was, I was like, ah, fuck it. So I ended up like just dropping out. Um, I moved out of my parents' house and moved in with uh, a couple people, which was a horrible decision, which I never should have done. But uh, yeah, I was uh, moved in with moved in with Russ and uh, Romero. Oh, and, that uh, one. Valley Valley yeah. Forge or whatever. Valley Forgegate. Yeah. Forgegate. We used awful. to run, we used to we used to run to your apartment when we would skip school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't like pay rent, so we all got evicted at one point after Romero got arrested for taking my car and then leaving it in the middle of uh Summitown Pike and running from the car. So yeah, we couldn't afford the rent and there was like cats there, there was shit and all it was awful. Fucking cat shit all over Romero's room. It was like took it over. Yeah. Ooh, it uh baby. so I had to have to like bite the bullet and move the fuck back home. Yeah. And uh yeah. So How was that? Swinging uh up. it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Um besides like having to pay rent, but I mean that wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But I was getting a, um, I was getting money. Like my mom died when I was one. Okay. And they had put a bunch of money away that I was going to get when I turned 21. Mm-hmm. But I was able to take it out like, I don't know, two years early or a year early. Okay. And so I, I ended up getting us an apartment, me and my former roommate at the Forge Gate. And uh, so I was only at my parents for a little bit before I did that. Okay. And then, all right. So then you're living there, you're doing your thing, right? And what are you getting? Like, this is kind of where... Like you did a lot of bouncing around at different jobs, like restaurant jobs. Like you had like the so mall. <laughs> yeah, you had like all of them. All of them. You like, but you were working when you were young. Like you worked at Boardwalk Fries. You worked mm-hmm. at KB Toys, right? And like yep. you worked at, but then you would get like Bennigan's, right? Like that was kind of where you started after high school. Was the first. That was the first time. real restaurant job. Yeah. Yeah. So one on three oh nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I had didn't a fr- or uh, what Matt Ryan. Guy? Oh, he works there. No, Highly. Didn't Frank Highly work there? <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I know. love I don't that. Know kid. Who that is. I know Highly worked at uh, Michael the Those diner. Bull, yeah. There was a Frank chick at the Bennigan's at that Bennigan's bar. She had a lazy eye. She was hot. Yeah, she had a lazy eye. I was like, damn. I, think I, oh, I, I like this bar. I remember that. <laughs> there was yeah. a midget there too. I can't say that anymore either. Huh? Same. It was a little person. <laughs> First Redskins, now midgets. So wait a second. Your mom passed away when you were one years old. Yeah. How did your so when you like when you remember? Did was your dad with somebody? Like, are you? Is it just you and your dad moving, or like so dad and your stepmom? Right. She. My mom died when I was one, and I was living out here. My dad went to the. I don't know at what at what point he went, but I think he left for like three years, maybe two years, but he went to the East coast to work or, you know, try and figure out the world. Um, I, I don't know how I would react to losing my wife and I just had a yeah. kid. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, That's how did he, she, uh, how did she, yeah. sorry. I, so, I, don't know, I mean, there's no, I have no emotional connection, so it doesn't bother me. Um, so she had primary pulmonary hypertension. Um, it's basically the, the capillaries in the lungs are too small and it makes the heart overwork and it becomes enlarged and uh so she had a transplant someone who matched but the parents didn't want to give up the organs so mm. it was like some 19 year old kid who died in a motorcycle accident and had like the right organs but uh the right but match the, but why the fuck would the parents say no why does that matter like because they 
And so, wait, so then your mom's just sitting there, like, knowing there's, like, a ticking time bomb? Like, shit, I'm, like, I'm on my way. Like, if I can't get a heart, like, this is it? God yeah, damn. pretty much, I guess. Oh, that yep. sucks. Yeah. How old were so, you when they told you? Uh, I don't really know. I think I just always knew, so probably before... Yeah. Right. I can remember. It was never like a thing. And I don't really remember my dad ever being gone. I I stayed with my grandparents. That's what I was um, gonna ask. Yeah. In that period you were with your grandparents, then he yeah, came I, back. I live with my grandparents. He moved came to either Pennsylvania or New York, and that's where he met my stepmom. And then it's like they came back or I went out to they got married in Doylestown, which is weird, like when I was like four. Yeah. And uh then they came back and they that's when the stepmom came in. So, you know, it's when, when, like, cause our dad was sick too. And so being in like Lavelle tradition, I, you know, played that to uh, my advantage growing up in life. So like some shit would happen. I'd be like, well, you know, my dad's sick. So like feel bad for me. And I'd like get away with shit or like go and do stuff and stuff like that. Like, I mean, do you think part of this is, is where you maybe you're, you're starting to like, as you get older, maybe even subconsciously go into like doing this shit with like, you know, you don't care if you get failing a drug test or whatever. You're just like, you know, fuck it. Or like, what, what, like, how, how was it with the stepmom? Everything was cool. Like, I mean, we warred. We warred from when I was like really? a little kid. Yeah. Like you I, always I, just rebelled against the stepmom. And it's like my, there was a big split in the family. Like uh, when so we, I've lived in like the town I am now and everyone lives here. Right. And then second grade, we moved like an hour away. And uh, at that point it was, like my sister went and lived with my mom's parent and I went older and lived with my or dad's younger sister older. Okay. How old? And so is she went older. Shout out to your older sister. She's cool as shit. I got to really meet her at his wedding. <laughs> how much? How many years old? Called you a homo. Seven. <laughs> Seven years so older. She, so she, yeah, knew she your was mom. eight. She was yeah. eight. Oh, so she, she was near your yeah, mom. She was eight. And she like, so she had like, she has memories of your mom and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Man. Yeah. That's yeah. It's tough. It's a different dynamic. I'm That's sure. The, I'm sure your mom's tough. parents want to have like a, a relationship, but yeah. whereas with you, you're like, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, so I was difficult. like close on both sides. Like there was kind of like a divide that started, and my parents started to kind of push away my mom's side of the family, okay. and I was like you're, you're, like taken you're, away. Yeah, now there's three you're... sets of grandparents. Now there's okay. three people that want to see you yeah. on holidays. There's yeah. three. It becomes difficult. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So your your dad and your new stepmom are kind of like not. They're just kind of not letting your at your your you know biological mom's parents kind of in the picture as much. Is that kind yeah. of what's going on? It okay. kind of started happening around like third and fourth grade. So that's like a lot of rebellion. And you were, there. you noticed that at, at that young of an age? Yeah. Well, they started, they had me going to like therapy because I used to have these nightmares and shit and wow. like spiders at their house. Or there was a dream where um, some old dude like grabbed me from behind at like the top of these steps. And so they incorporated this into that being my grandfather trying to do something. Oh, that kind of fuck off. So at that point, I wasn't allowed to see him anymore. And if they wanted to, they had to drive an hour out. It could only be like around like supervision. And that went on till till you left. I don't even. Yeah. So I kind of lost that whole relationship God, that I had from when I was younger with them. Damn, I'm, I'm um, sorry to hear that, man. Because yeah, like it was it was it was pretty tough. That that's the one connection you'd had to yeah. your mom. You're they close do... to all of them now. Oh, they're all dead now. Did they? Oh, did they? Sorry. Was your sister close to your mom's parents? Oh yeah, I mean she. That was like she like 
my sister basically became like their daughter. Yeah. Like she lived there all the way through high school. Yeah. Um, she took care of both of them. Yeah. While they like through their oh, the rest man. of their lives. Yeah. My yeah, sister is a saint. I'll tell you, man, um, that's something yeah, that, like, a good person. that is something that keeps me up at night. And like, that's a fear I have too, of like, you know, leaving your kid and shit. And that's tough for your sister, man. And for you, but that's brutal. like losing a parent, no, no matter what is tough, but especially young, that's really tough. But that is a shame that they, you know, kind of separated because you, I don't know, for, I mean, ugh, I hope I never have to go through that scenario. God, I, I fucking pray I don't, but yeah. You know, you'd want to. I think that has to be said. You, yeah. you obviously nobody should have to go through. That. Yeah, but even but like you'd want to keep a connection. I'd think you'd want to keep a connection with your in-laws of the person who passed, just so like your child has the closest connection they could to their parent that had passed. You know what I mean? So that's a shame, man. That's sorry to hear that. But life yeah, goes tough. on. Like you know, but, it's probably yeah. tough because they're watching you, and then you know, time goes by, and maybe you spend. And they're like, "Well, I'm doing all the like I'm watching them now, and you're not here or whatever." You know, so probably everything gets difficult you know it's just not as yeah. easy it's as... not yeah you're right you're right so okay so yeah so you're so you're yeah. like your your parent you you've kind of i guess in in this separation you've kind of i guess developed like uh something against your stepmom and you would war with her for a while and that kind of caused a rift all the way even through high school you guys had a strained oh, yeah. relationship so oh, that yeah, puts your, <laughs> that puts your dad in a hot spot because he's yeah. like it's my son from a previous marriage and then my wife who's my wife and and plus too like a teenage boy you're gonna have to you, you got to get the shit kicked out of you like that's just like it needs to happen you know what i mean like i think we were all teenage boys that need the shit kicked out of us yeah you know what i sure. mean like for sure and again so, i almost I apologized to his dad at the wedding going you were probably ready to move away, start a new life, bring your son out here with your step, with your step, or your new wife, his stepmom, get them together. And then he goes to North Wales, which seemed like such a sweet town. Yeah. That's the way it's set up. Yeah. They were like, this is, this is perfect. We're going to bond here. And then every dickhead next door was terrible. You know what's crazy? I wonder if they had like two houses that they were debating on. There's one in North Wales and there's one in Harleysville. God, I could have, uh, you know. Yeah, Justin, we're literally at the Hatfield Motel drawing straws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Even before that, the decision before, like the hotel, they're they're like, should we stay in the Doubletree or the Harleysville or the Hatfield Hotel? Hmm, the Hatfield Hotel sounds homey. Let's try that. Sounds nice. Sounds nice. Yeah, we were like, we're going to go, we're going to test out we might buy the house in Hatfield or the house in North Wales. So let's try the Hatfield Motel, see if we can get a feel for <laughs> yeah. Hatfield. And yeah. then if we like the Hatfield Motel, we'll go. Yeah. So the Hatfield Motel fucked you, really is what it is. It, so but this whole thing, right that whole goddamn stretch, that's really the Hatfield Motel. You would have been a completely <laughs> different person if you went to Penfield. Yeah. Yeah, that's not uh, true. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, there's they were a different breed out there. Yeah, they're some noodles. So hunted. Um, let's keep up, son. Going with the work. So, dude, you uh, okay? So you like the party, right? Yeah. And uh, 
I like to party. We all like to party, baby. Um, but I'll tell you this. And I think as much as the restaurant industry is great and it's a great vocation and you can really make good money doing it, the restaurant industry as a whole, it can be very dangerous as far as like, uh, you know, like, Lifestyle. exactly. And like, you can get caught up in working, working to get a pop. You know what I mean? Like, you event like you know like you go in there starting a party and like oh yo so like you don't really do shit but one of your boys is there or a cook or something like yo you ever try one of these you pop them one time and you have the best shift of your life and you're like this is great i've never been happier and then eventually like oh maybe oh it's a friday i'm okay all right maybe i'll pop one of these and it becomes like oh maybe i'll do it on this day too then it becomes oh maybe i'm doing it three times a week then it becomes where you can't have a day or a shift or do anything without this pop, right? Like yeah. it becomes, it becomes just an, like a debilitating disease that controls your life, sucks up all your money and takes like all your relationships away. And just, it what are you, you talking about? Like, what, is this what happened to you, Matt? Or is this, it's, a, like, it's a vicious cycle. I like yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah, like because I'm unhappy. Next thing you know, you're waiting tables and you got a major drug addiction. It happens to everybody. <laughs> happens to everyone. No, it doesn't. If you were at Denny's, there's <laughs> a I I'd have to think. I'd have to say, like you'd have to think there's more people, right? Like in the in the restaurant industry, drug wow. use there's more drug use prevalent there than any other, like most other places. I would agree. Uh, yeah yeah thank you thank you that's like a, there's a lot of drug use everywhere yeah, yeah. That's, that's, different. that's different you're like out that's the, different like but it, the construction dudes go to the bar to get their shit right. you're at work doing like getting shit you uh, know? Dude, you, what construction workers are you talking to i mean a lot of them do perks i got everyone up with yeah. i got and fucked speed, up with mad construction yeah, workers speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but they would all but i would say it's more in the restaurant industry though right? it's everywhere every yeah. job you're it's gonna ramp it but it's right. rampant like in the in the in the restaurant industry it like, leads to it because you're you up work late. you work to party like it's it's and just your cash every day. That, yeah. 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 There's that, weird, there's that yeah. weird time frame with you, because I lived with Ian and a couple other bars. The weird time frame you work on, because you cocksuckers get off work at like fucking three, they can get drunk till five, yeah. wake up at <laughs> fucking three, go to work at six. It's like, dude, your schedule's so fucking wild. It's yeah. like you, it's you live at night. Yeah. You don't yeah. see the sun for days. Party. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Construction and servers and stuff you're getting cash every day in some places yeah. so yeah. you're walking out there with 200 dollars. you're like well i only yeah. need money to live getting cash every day what is your name mario cuz what are you talking about <laughs> i mean some yeah. places i would say <laughs> in, in, in no. the service industry you're definitely getting cash but yeah i don't know i don't 100%. know construction i mean i don't know if you're in like a union i guess it's got to be a paycheck construction maybe at the end of the week yeah, yeah. Bottom yeah. Line, you ain't get the- a daily unless you're waiting outside of Home yeah. Depot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's your Hector. Hector. Home Depot. 150, 150. Yeah. Shout out Hector. Stealing power and shit. But either way, it's in, yeah. Either way, if you do go down that rabbit hole, that's where it can end up, right? And it becomes like, you know, it becomes tough to survive that. So you start at, like, you're working and, like, that kind of, in a way, what happened to you like you're working at Bennigan's and you get some other restaurant jobs and you kind of bounce here bounce there you like and you meet people in the industry and like 
dude, they're like, you know, other people are doing it as well. And like, you're kind of, uh, they're kind of uh, like giving you the ability to do stuff sometimes it, you know, it is what it is, but what was your kind of experience in the restaurant industry as a whole? Yeah. Cause you I did mean, a lot of it. I, for a lot of years. Like <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted one. So there was Bennigan's. Yeah, Bennigan's macaroni uh-huh. grill. Uh, yeah. You had hat tricks. You had uh-huh. uh, what's the steakhouse? Uh, pizza, pub. Yeah, yep. pizza, uh, pub. pizza pub. Smokehouse. Smokehouse. Oh, shit, and smoke a theme. I would see E Dub And then you do Lone, Lone Star Steakhouse or whatever it is. Chili's. Chili's and Fridays. Chili's and Fridays. Texas Roadhouse. Fridays. Texas Roadhouse. Texas yeah. And then yeah, like me and. Me and Liam worked at that uh retirement that home. That, yeah. We all oh, shit, yeah. We, and the re, and the, the retirement home and the catering zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so sounds you, like a quest to me. Sounds like another quest. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, he's on a quest his whole life. Yeah. Yeah. The retirement the retirement home, I quit. I told the fucking manager to suck my dick and walked out. Yo, really? <laughs> Yo, real That's talk that. though. Me and Doug cleaned up at the retirement home. Really? Yeah. We 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 got a lot of broads at the retirement. Oh yeah. Oh, oh you cleaned up. I thought you meant cleaned yeah. up with money. No. No. <laughs> no yeah, right. Sick. We did the exact opposite. The married yeah. Money there. yeah. Nice. So you got uh, you seven What do you mean? Like, how did you clean up at the yeah, retirement? Yeah, like seven year olds. They just with yeah, the other yeah. workers the, there. The other girls that like oh. the girls that work there with us. We did oh. Pretty I was good like, there. damn, you're banging the old. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's prime. You're chasing Gladys from Sugar Mamas, man. Withdraw that. We, all, we almost got oh, to the old dogs. Yeah, he was on a before before you moved. He was moved, on a Golden Girls too. quest. Dub, tell him how that the one. What was that? What's the uh, uh? What was the one where you <laughs> this shit at the <laughs> What restaurant was that when you got fired and you? Oh, you the with the with the bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was Chili's the second time I got fired. So I called one of the girls that worked there. She they called me and they're like, You're not on the schedule for this week. And I was like, What the fuck? What do you mean I'm not on the schedule for this week? So I guess like I was I was late like the week before. So they fucking took me off the schedule for the whole week and I was pissed. So I go in there. You needed money to get your fix, right? You're like, you're taking away my fix money. Uh, or, or just party yeah, in it general. Was, it probably wasn't too too you're bad then, like but bad enough. Twenties didn't work to go party. You know what I mean? Like everybody did that. Hell right? yeah! I was, I was probably people, was I, uh, I was probably thirty. Some people maybe. go next level with it, Tom. Yep, yep. So but I, okay. I get in there and I sit at the bar, and I'm just slamming down margaritas. Like that's a good idea. Just angry. I can wait on your day off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't was supposed to be. Okay. So you're supposed <laughs> to work. They took you off the schedule. You go in there like, fuck you. Bah, margarita. Yeah, bah, I'm just okay. slamming drinks. And I confront yeah. the manager who's this big, goofy bitch. Fucking pussy. <laughs> Is it a and man or a woman? Oh, it's a man. A man. Okay. He's a bitch though. <laughs> and he just starts telling me off. And like, I can't remember exactly what happened, but he's telling me off. And I'm like, fuck you, you're a fucking bitch. And so I'm walking out. Yeah. And he's just following me while he's on the phone with the cops. <laughs> and like pulling chairs behind me so he can't find me. And I walk out the door and he's still on the phone, blah, 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 blah. He's not leaving the establishment. And so I start scooping. There's like 
spark like, that goes around the building. Oh, the mulch. mulch. The mulch, yeah. yeah mulch. So I just start scooping handfuls of it, and I'm just <laughs> throwing it over at the door. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. Call him, pussy. <laughs> like, give him the Bobby Knight. You want to yes. give me a technical? I'll give you something to give yeah. me a technical. Bro. I got it. Get watch this shit, pussy. Yeah. Yo, that's some so good finally I'm like, So finally I'm like, fuck, I probably only probably have a couple minutes. So I run across the street to the mall. I go buy a sweatshirt from a store so I could throw it over me and be in different clothing. And then, like, I, I had my buddy's <laughs> car at the, the time. So like, <laughs> but I walk back, like, two hours later, take my boy's car and fucking bounce and get a phone call <laughs> by some Montgomeryville cop. And I'm like, I didn't hit him. Yeah. They tried to hit me with harassment. I was like, I'm going to fucking plead not guilty because none yeah. of that shit happened like that. I didn't touch him with anything. And then, yeah, I don't know, whatever happened. Story. What's yeah. that? Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, that all allegedly happened. Allegedly. And then, so, but you... Baby back, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking big fat pussy. Oh, Look at him. Put your big face in a fajita tray. <laughs> yeah. He was like one of them dudes who used to work there, right? And then became a manager. So he thought he fucked yeah. his like, little shit didn't stink. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Worst. Yeah. Oh, so good. I love the, I worked uh, at I this the... bar where this one bartender, he was like one of the workers there. And then he became the manager. Oh, my God fucking worst place to work <laughs> the fucking worst ever this place called graham's pub oh my god it's <laughs> i'm kidding um all right sorry go ahead ian i interrupted no we're good i think we're oh that story was over. all right very nice <laughs> so, so okay so then yeah, go back into how you developed your drug habit at a at a restaurant you know with <laughs> Wait. Oh wait, we can do that. Is that where we want? Are we going there? Yeah. So wait, we're gonna have to wait, wait. We're gonna have to cut this map. But uh, I, I'm pretty sure Ian's first perk was given to him by me. Yep. Hey, look at you, Steve. <laughs> All right. Oh, we, fuck me. Do we really need to cut that? It was the first thirty. And I was like, it was the second one I ever took. That was a thirty. And I was like, Dub, I took this thing. It's this big yesterday. <laughs> You'll never believe it. He was like, I need it. I gave it to him next. You know, it went real downhill from there. But whatever, what, it was. What restaurant were you working at at the time, Steve? <laughs> How dare you? Oh, How dare you? I remember I took that. And I remember I fucking sat on Cabot's couch for like it must have been seven or eight hours. Cabot finally goes to bed. If Connor comes out, he's like, "When are you going home?" Never. <laughs> I was like, I'm kind of "Not for like up ten years." A little bit. <laughs> that was the start. Here's the feeling taste. good all the time. Yeah. All the time. Mm. Yeah, how about it? Was it my wisdom teeth? Like Seven dollars. They were like six dollars. Oh, a piece, fuck, though. that was the good days. Six dollars a piece. Six dollars oh, for a thirty. Yeah, this was in two thousand. What year was that? I lived in. I was twenty-one like years. Two thousand fucking five, six. Five. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's crazy. Back when, back when OCs were OCs, that was the yeah. Yep. Those were the good old days. <laughs> back when they were yeah. crushable. Come on, Elon. Come on. <laughs> Elon, <laughs> back. Damn. Don't bring them back. For the love of God, don't oh, bring them back. God, no. I don't <laughs> yeah. Burn all that. Nobody needs that. Erase them from existence. Burn all those. Burn all those. So you would also work at Macaroni Grill. Anything interesting ever happened at the Macaroni Grill? Huh. <laughs> Besides your, your fucking dirty barmate uh, that used to tell you guys that he was a Navy SEAL and some other stupid shit. Remember that, fool? <laughs> what? what the hell are you talking about? about? You, you, know. you and Uku. You and Uku had this this boy had this crazy story about how he was like tried out for the seals and that 
he did this and that. It was it was wild. I forget the guy's name. He was just and macaroni grill. Yeah, I can't fucking oh, I remember that ball. What's it called? It was it's probably at the beginning. Fake honor, false. false. What is it called when you pretend? Stolen valor. Stolen valor. Stolen valor. Well, that's the logical next step. Navy, Navy steals, and then you go to the macaroni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know how to lead men. You know, so yeah. I come to Macaroni Grill. I can Holy grill some God. macaroni. You, <laughs> Little you did you know, we know an actual fucking Navy SEAL. Yeah, that. exactly. You wash dishes, cuz shut the fuck up and go wash dishes. <laughs> Call me Sergeant Macaroni. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> shit. I know being a Navy SEAL is tough, but have you ever washed dishes at a Friday's on a, yeah. <laughs> on a Saturday night? Yeah. It's a war the zone. There's no battle works. So, on, but Ian, you've worked at Friday's Chili's, Macaroni Grill, Lone Star Steakhouse, Texas and, and, or Texas Roadhouse. No and, Lone Star. Yeah. Texas Roadhouse and Bennigan. So out of all those chains, which wait, one? Wait, that's not it. Oh, the chains. Okay. Out of all the chains, which one was the best? Ooh. Worst and best. Worst, Worst and best. best. Yeah, that's great. The one I made the most money at was probably Texas Roadhouse, but I was also that's like not a what fucking, fucking ass, you shithead. I'm trying which to say. Great bread. Which one is it wiping their ass in the fucking kitchen <laughs> and I got to eat his slobbering ass steak with his at the bet At the beginning? Idea. When Macaroni Grill first opened, that was probably the best. Mm-hmm. Mm. Their food was good at the but, beginning. Then but like, all because shit. because oh, you got food it wise or job wise. You're saying because yeah, you, got it, like, you got it fall You got it fresh open. You got it fresh yeah. opening, so it was jam packed. Everyone's coming in. You're making money, and it was yeah. just everything was done. Like all the food was like made there. Yeah. Like they you they weren't support the bring it in frozen. Yeah, this yeah. shit was good. It was good yeah. Italian yeah, it food. Was. You know, yeah. I agree. And uh, yeah, I I, I I enjoyed it. I liked working there. I worked there for a few years, and I didn't get yeah. fired. From it, so it's gotta say, emo's emo's cousin worked there. Uku with him. Yep. Shout out Uku. Me and Uku. Fantastic. Gotta be. Gotta be the chilies. What what were you gonna ask? Say, the, worst, the worst the worst was fridays fridays <laughs> was the worst fucking did, you, place did you work with katie katie outland she was a bartender there her and morgan at fridays yeah 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 she's awesome mm-hmm. i love katie yeah she, me too yeah she's great her and morgan's cool too but uh, her brother was on the show a couple times named rick oh, okay yeah she's awesome girl loved katie so yeah, fridays was she was awesome worst? What was Fridays was the fucking worst. Yeah, just what was so <laughs> management was, it the was ceiling? awful. Was it that jabroni ceiling you have to look at all day? Well, with the Remember stupid tiles. There? Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was oh. so fucking corny. It just, I just, it, the cut, I just didn't like it. I fucking hated it. The, you had secret shirts and you had these things certain way. Yeah. It was just corny. And well, the so management the food sucked. is all made in a microwave. Like it's food's not, garbage. Yeah, garbage. It's not. The not drinks good. are garbage. Like it was not an enjoyable experience. I wasn't a hardcore drug addict. I wouldn't fucking quit yeah. before I got fired. Mm, <laughs> Seems like that's the whole that. staff at that place, huh? Jeez. So, um, all right, nice. But then also you would work at some decent places like Hatrick, Smokehouse, uh, the Pizza Pub, right? Like, so what was your experience like working at like the mom and pop bars and stuff? Hatrick's was great. Like I started. It was. There, right from the changeover when it was Schmoxies. Um, Moxies? Oh, yeah. The old Schmox <laughs> yeah. box. Yeah. Shout yeah, out Schmox box. I forgot all about that. I remember when it was Schmoxies. <laughs> Shout out Schmox box. That place, like, well, I was, it was a new Make owner. Money. They brought in all, uh, 
made crazy money and nice. like we kind of built our own you know theme and establishment and kind of build it from the ground up with all, all the all the people and mm-hmm. i mean yeah there was smoking there it was a fucking dive yeah. bar but you know, it, was a na- it was a neighborhood bar though right i didn't i didn't hate going into work like i enjoyed it you know yeah um, you had, reg- uh, you had regulars that, yeah fuck that yeah. That, that used to get mad that i would fight people in this bar all the time and the bartender ian wouldn't beat me up because that was his boy yeah that, I mean, that I could, yeah guy. he was yeah i mean I, uh, yeah geez why doesn't he let you just fight random people at his establishment <laughs> that he owns god what a look over Ian would look over and be like fuck man now i know the bar i know the owner is gonna come up and be like tell him to leave and i'm gonna be like no he's yeah. gonna stack go ahead justin yeah i uh, i turned 21 i used to go to hat tricks all the time that's the first time where i knew the bartender somewhere and i got a tab that like wasn't correct and like, yeah. like it was the first time i ever had to be my tab should have been 80 dollars and dub slips me like a 16 dollar tab and like i was like oh allegedly i was like oh allegedly oh this is fucking <laughs> awesome like i was the first like i was the first time i was at a bar and i was like oh my god this is fantastic <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't ask for it. I appreciate it very nope. much. And like at first, I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, so far at all. Nice. I was like, this is good. The this is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So then, all right. So you work at like all these bars, and you're doing this thing, right? And then, like, eventually, stuff would start going downhill. Like, w- like, w- what was going down? Like, you're living at a couple places, and uh, okay. So you you go like you bounce in and out of places, but then you also would go to rehab a couple times, right? How was that? <clears throat> the how was that? So. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds awesome. wild. <laughs> so oh, you're, at, you're just at the Fridays and you're going to rehab. What? Tell me how that works. <laughs> I was at Smokehouse Pizza Pub Fridays at that point. Oh, no, no, no. I was at Hatrix. Hatrix made me go to rehab, and I only stayed for five days because yeah. I only stayed for five days. They 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 fired me, so I just stayed detox. for the detox. Yeah. But I was working at Fridays still. I think I don't fucking remember be honest yeah. i think it was just i think i went and got the job at fridays after i got fired from is it tough to and, when you're coming out of rehab to go back to a job where there's so many drugs that are so easily accessible no i i, I did drugs immediately yeah yeah if you went for yeah. five days and came home you already said fuck yeah you, no, already- no matt his answer his answer should have been it was the hardest because he said are you fucking kidding me i went back and immediately i was like well, where are the drugs at yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I had money, I was buying drugs. The yeah, first. it was the hardest place to go back to. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So that was the first time, right? So you do. That was the, the first rehab, time. You go back out. Then, like, you're going through shit again. And then wh- what happened? Didn't someone, like, they see you do something? They're like, dude, you got to go. Like, we're sending you. kind. Of, like, where did that happen at? <clears throat> so that was after, like, <clears throat> the owner of Pizza Pub Smokehouse, like, because I was like getting up at, <clears throat> I don't know, nine in the morning. I think I had to be at work at 10. And I was chugging vodka to try and get rid of withdrawal symptoms, right? Yeah. So I go to work and they smelled it on me. <clears throat> and uh, I think it was like the next day, he was like, I'm pretty sure you have some kind of substance abuse problem and I don't want to fire you for it. He's like, but I want you, you know, to get some kind of help and yeah. you'll still have your job when you come back. And I nice. was like, that's a good dude. Okay, I'll do that. And I did it. I still think I am made like three days early, but luckily that didn't catch up with me. So I had to build my way back into Pizza Pub and Smokehouse and Fridays. And um, it it took a while to get some of my ships back at Pizza Pub and Smokehouse. But yeah. Fridays was like, oh, here's all the bar ships you want. Yeah, I don't yeah, know where yeah. you went for a couple of days, but everything's fine. <laughs> How long were you in rehab the second time? I think it was like 20 days, maybe. 
Okay. Where? Uh, and uh, and uh, at uh, Horsham Clinic or where'd you go? No, that one was Valley Forge. Okay. Shout out Valley Forge. I went to Valley Forge. Shout out Valley Forge. The real shithole, that place. At least there's bitches in there. Shout out yeah. Valley Forge for having bitches. This is true. Busy? No, yeah. I wasn't yeah. trying to. I had a girlfriend. Everyone, sh- everyone's shitting their brains out like, oh, you look good. <laughs> Here's the yeah. issue. Here's the issue. You see some hot broads and you're like, well, I know that this guy is in here because he doesn't want to go to jail. So he's trying to get his shit together because he robs places to get money. She wasn't robbing shit. So what were you doing before mm-hmm. you yeah. came in to get drunk? Uh, I'm like, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm a, I'm a yeah, that bitch got slapped. Like, no, yeah. thank you. I'm not. Yeah, I, I, see, I see, see a couple bad broads. I was like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Yeah. Tricking down in fucking <laughs> KA, you know? Oh, yeah. Not good. Babe. Yeah. Oh, not babe. going on that quest. No. <laughs> nope. I'm going to shit that boy. So, okay. So then you get out of rehab the second time and you're kind of going through it. And then there is a, an incident with the pawn shop. Is that right? Or is that? So that was, that's a little bit ahead of time, but so on pizza pub got me on camera and uh, I I was trying to, I got something and I was asking for it too loud. I think it was actually a joke but wasn't a joke. Like I didn't actually yeah. do something at the time, but he heard it and saw it. And I think I worked two more shifts and then he called me like in the morning. It was like, you're done. I told you not to do that shit on my property. What do you mean? Yeah. What do yeah. You mean? But again, I've been fucking was doing drugs all the time. But what yeah. anyway, <laughs> so I was yeah, out of work for like a month. Shit anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I was out of work for like a month before I uh, got my job back at Macaroni Grill, like six months before it closed down entirely mm-hmm. and uh i was living at my buddies but i started hooking up with this girl so i was kind of like bouncing between her house and one of the people i live with or one of the people i, I work with their house and it's all over the place but we ended up working at like texas roadhouse and i'm doing drugs you know every day it's all i'm doing i'm not paying bills i think i maybe had a cell phone with like the 50th number you know, because I can never keep the same fucking number. And one day in Lansdale, I'm walking with my friend and someone approaches me <laughs> and <laughs> and they say, hey, you know, I really need your help. Uh, do you think we you could use your ID to we're trying to pawn this gold? And I forgot my ID at home and they need something on file. And so I'm like, all right, like, I'll give you a hundred bucks. I'm like, OK, well, I don't think you could burn a a pawn shop like obviously they're going to test the gold and make sure everything's legit i'm like so i go inside and they're like working everything out and all of a sudden one of the guys like starts arguing with the with the dude like they counted out like 10 g's in stacks right we're gonna give him a hundred dollars yeah i was like i'm looking at this i'm like what the fuck how am i not making more but in my mind like you're just in like my I'm mind gonna get like, my fix He's gonna get my fix. So yeah, whatever, hundred bucks, so make right. it quick. Yeah, oh, get yeah. right for the hundred bucks. And so yeah, they start arguing, right? This. Yeah. And he's like, "I, that, that, that's not enough. That, that's not enough money." So the guy like ends up like putting the fucking cash back. Pawn shop owner gives back the gold, and the guy goes like into the back of the room, and they're still like kind of haggling back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And finally, he's like, "You know what? Fine, fine. All right, I'll take." So he gives the guy the gold, gives him the ten thousand dollars, and we all walk out together. They barely give me my hundred bucks and I go on my day and I'm like, okay, sweet. Call up my dude, has him meet me at fucking Texas Roadhouse and you know, everything is great. And I don't know, maybe three or four days later, um, one of my managers was like, there's some stocky guy here looking for you. Like before we opened, 
And I was like, fuck, maybe that was my PO. Because I fucking, I'd gotten a DUI and I'd just done my 72 hours and I was supposed to meet up with my probation officer at some point. So I thought that's who it was. And I go into work the next day and they're like, oh, the cops called here uh, looking to looking for you. Um, do you know what this is about? I was like, you know, it's probably my, my, my PO because I didn't meet up with him, but I've talked to him and I'm going to meet her tomorrow. And so he calls the number back and it goes to an answer machine and it goes to a detective. And I was like, detect? What the fuck? Why would a detective be be calling my work and so i go on to my shift for like an hour and he comes in he's like yeah they're coming i was like something happened and they're coming to get you and they got a warrant and i was like trying like every scenario in my brain i'm like what the <laughs> fuck did i do what the fuck is going on how do i and, get away and how yeah, long and did the pawn no shop money. how long how long was this the next day after the pawn shop thing this was like four maybe days. three or four days later okay so i'm just like chain smoking cigarettes trying to like figure out how i can get cash so I can get high before I get arrested or if I run, like, where am I going to go? And I ended up just sticking it out and staying there. And they came fucking squad deep with cops. Like into the restaurant. <laughs> no, they fucking made me come out back luckily, but there was like little kids and their parents like coming, walking out. And there's like fucking <laughs> 15 fucking cops, Lansdale, Montgomeryville uh. and they fucking arrest me. They don't even tell me what it's for. And it's one dude, it's one cop was like smirking at me. He's like, Oh, for the pawn shop. And I remember fucking wanting to fucking punch him right in his face. I was like, do you think this is fucking funny? Like, this yeah. is a joke that I'm getting arrested, dickhead? Yeah. Yep. But yep. luckily, fucking I did not punch him in the face because that wouldn't have went very well for me. No. Yeah. You're already so it wasn't, shit. Yeah. So I didn't even know the scam until I saw the video, like, after I got out of jail, like, six months later. Like, they, the, the, the detective was talking, he's like, oh, these guys are professional. Like, Who the fuck are they? I was like, I do not know. Like, literally, this is what happened. They didn't believe me. Then they kind of figured out that I was an addict along the way. Yeah. Um, but since I was on probation already and I got arrested, I was I was fucked. There was there was no getting out of it, you know. Yeah. So I had to do the whole six months. And finally, when I sat with the uh, public defender and they showed me the the video of the pawn shop. So after they were arguing and they got the money back and switched switched the gold and he took it back. So the guy in the back had fake gold in his pocket. And the real gold in his hand and just sleight of hand took out fake gold and walked back over and just handed it to him. And that was... Burned uh, him for 10 racks! Burned yeah. him for 10 racks! Did they, they never catch nope. that bull? Fuck nope. no. Oh, he's Pro, nice! Oh my yeah. god. Wow. Oh yeah. Never fucking Pro. caught him. Wow. Wow. I fucking wish they did. I probably wouldn't have been in jail as long. Maybe. <laughs> nope. Sure wouldn't have been. So then you ended up doing six months, what, in county? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Golly. Great Man. times. Yeah. Clean me up, like though. It. Yeah. For the most part. Made him gay, but whatever. <laughs> so then, um, okay. So then you leave, and then is this when you decide, like, I need to get the fuck out of Dodge and move back to Washington? My dad was, like, going to meet me, like, the day I got out, and, like, we were going to go back to Washington. But I was going to sit on, I found out I was going to, like, do 17 months of parole. So in my mind, I was like, well, I don't really want to leave because I still kind of want to do drugs, you know? And so <laughs> I started weighing out. Yeah. That's where my fucking mind was because I immediately wanted to do drugs again. Yeah. And like, obviously I could have switched my probation or parole to fucking Washington state and fucking gotten away. And I didn't. And so I think I was out for like a couple of weeks before I started getting right back into it again. Um, I actually had my, got my job back at Texas Roadhouse immediately. Um, I was actually going to work at the poor house. They were still going to give me a job because I had my interview like the next day when I was getting arrested. Um, but so I was like right back into it. And I was living with uh, the girl that I kind of talked to before, but I was just doing drugs the whole time. And it was just toxic, 
horrible. And uh, I ended up going to rehab like two more fucking times trying to oh, escape going to jail. Um, yeah. I did that twice. And well, I think dude. after the second time, I finally stopped dabbling for the most part. Um, well, it wasn't dabbling. It was full-blown addict. I stopped yeah. doing that, and I was just fucking drinking excessively. Like, you know, you kind of trade one. Go, did you go up the nose with the shit? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever do in the arm or no? No, I'd be dead. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I'd never survive that. Yeah. So, okay. So then you're like, what was your scared straight moment that you're like, I'm fucking going to watch. I'm done. Well, it was, <laughs> I was working and I fucking think I did. I couldn't get anything else. So I would end up getting like bags of <clears throat> a certain substance. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was spending that money on like when it, the person I was spent like living with at the time, um, you know, that money went, was supposed to go to bills. And I did that. And finally, like they're like figured out why the fucking trash bill wasn't paid and no one's picking up the trash. And I was like, fuck. So I was like drinking in between my shift and I'm like texting my sister, like, I'm just fucked out here you know and i was like i don't know how i can leave and she's like i'll split your ticket and just leave tomorrow she's like what's stopping you i literally got a plane ticket and left the next day wow damn dude good for you so then just just clothes on my back so i left all my fucking shit good hey man (laughs) you just had to cut the fucking tie and go so you go to washington trying for a new start but when you get there you kind of get back into the same habits huh you kind of find it right well, like when I lived at the person's house that I was with, she was kind of like a watch over me. So I wasn't re- I, I was drinking a lot, but I was yeah. not really doing drugs. Yeah. And I knew once I got off that plane, no one's going to know what Ian's like fucked up on drugs. So they haven't I haven't been around for fucking 20 years, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. So my mindset was, where can I find perks as soon and as i get right, here right to the restaurant and- right first thing i went to well i knew i'm like telling and my dad's like maybe unfortunately there was the jobs again exactly. there they were that restaurant yeah, yeah. so but you the go, john's there you get who'd you get them from at the restaurant uh the, one of the people that worked there like uh-huh. i could just tell i was looking uh-huh. at i was checking out everyone's eyes and i yeah. noticed You're more like, than one person's eyes game. were pinned yeah, I was like, yep, yes, somebody was Googling. This is my end. You're going, you're going to like give your resume. You're like, hey, let me take a look real quick. Hey, <laughs> you, hey take the sunglasses off, you. All right. Well, we, oh, like, I'm why are you staring so deeply into my eyes right now? I'm like, what? Yeah. What? Is this how I look at people? Yeah. Hey, hey, Mikey, like, oh, no. get Mikey. I like Mikey. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so you find a restaurant and w- something's messed up in Washington with their shit, right? Yeah. So, I like what I thought I was getting was just a regular 30, you know, but they call them Mexis out here. Right. And it's just pressed fentanyl. So I hadn't done now. This is like, I hadn't done anything besides uh, powdered substance in, you know, quite a long time. Um, So I get it. And I'm like, Oh, it's just 30. I'm going to fucking. And they were like, Oh, I usually only do half. And I'm like a half. I'm like, what's this fucking half (laughs) shit? Pussy. You know, I railed the whole thing. And, you know, the next thing I know, I'm waking up with fucking cops and paramedics standing over me. And I got an IV of, of Narcan in my arm. Ugh. Like, they couldn't, they had to hit me, like, three times. Ugh. And, uh, yeah. And uh, I was God, like, oh, man. my God, I've only been here for, like, fucking 30 days. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to hide this, you know? Yeah. Uh, and your sister, luckily, like, my, were you living with your sister also? No, I was living with my dad at the time. Fuck. Even worse. Yeah. But, like, they didn't know. So I was just out. You know what I'm saying? And I got, they made me go to the hospital and I still had like more in my cigarette pack, but they, for some reason, just left it there at the house. So after I get out of the hospital, you have to make sure you don't, you know, go back in 
OD um, because once the Narcan wears off, you, all the shit can come back into your system. You can OD again. Mm-hmm. So I go back to the crib, get my SIGs where the, I still got my my Johns, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah. and I'm like I just fucking OD, you know what I mean? And I'm like, maybe I'll just give it a couple, you know? So I fucking did and I fucking waited and I remember I broke it in like half of a half and I set a timer on my phone for 10 minutes that if I was still good in 10 minutes that I'd be all right. Like I would fucking know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're OD and your alarm's going. Yeah. That's the way out, you know? Jesus. And I remember I fucking, the 10 minutes went by and I was like, let's go off to the fucking races. And I did for another like seven months. Like the shit that just fucking killed me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now that wasn't enough to fucking scare me. Yeah. Yeah. So now you got, but then you got this new pop that you're getting right like now you got this new escape so you got this new escape and you're fucking living this gimmick again and what was like what was like this is like you had already od'd like what was the straw that broke the camel's back you're like fucking i'm done with this life like i'm done living the chase of pop i'm done having anxiety attacks in a fucking parking lot waiting for some fucking students to show up and he's not answering my text. Yeah. Like yeah. what the I'm fuck? I'm on my way. I'm yeah. right around the corner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait now. Yeah. So what is like, like, and there's no K and A to run to like, what is your, nope. what, where are you at with this man? Like you're fucking like, where's your head at? What was the straw that broke the camel's back? How did you get out of this hole? Like it was, it was bad. Like I was living with someone and like they had gotten fired from a job because they found out they were like, stealing money. And, you know, obviously we know where that was going. And yeah. uh, I had court because I got a fucking DUI like Christmas Eve here, right after I moved here. Fuck. I get a fucking DUI and wake up in jail on Christmas Day. So I had that court case hanging over my head and I got a driving on suspended while I was waiting on that court case. Because in Washington State, if you get any kind of DUI or like regardless, even before you go to court, they suspend your license for 90 days, even Golly. if you're fucking guilty or even if you're not guilty, automatic. Oh, and then you wow. have to pay like $400 to go to court to argue that you weren't drunk, what? which I fucking, yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. So here. there, I mean, but they, I'm sure it works, right? Like, yeah, I mean, in a way, I guess, you know, I think it's just a money. It's more of a money. Yeah, scheme, sure, but, hey, but fucking that shit works too. So, okay. Yeah. So then so, you're. Go ahead. So I had I had that, and then I end up like not going to court for the uh, driving on suspended speeding. Yeah. Um, so before that, the court system didn't know about my previous DUI in Pennsylvania. But once I got this driving on suspended, all of a sudden all my shit popped up, and it caused this huge shit storm because yeah. now for me having a first time offense, yeah. everything changed. Yeah. So I walk into court, and my lawyer was like, "Well, it's not gonna be too bad, even with everything that happened." You're only going to have to do three days, but you got a fucking warrant in the other court and they're going to come get you right. And I was like, fuck. And at this point, it's like, I don't know how I'm going to get drugs and how am I going to do everything? You know, mm. your first thought was, fuck, I need to get I, if I'm going away, I need to get high before I go. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. And yep. yeah. so like, yep. if the courts are split here. There's like district court and there's municipal court. So anything that happens with uh, city cops or anything like that, that's the uh municipal court and anything with district is like state cops and the highways okay. and whatever yeah so once he that my lawyer was like you've got a couple hours to get a bail bondsman and figure it the fuck out so i'm like i've got no you know so i had a fucking i called my sister and i'm like can i borrow 
$180 or $200 or however much it was. And she's like, fucking why? And at this point, everyone already knew I was a fucking drug addict. You know, Fuck. everyone knew I'd been fucking up. Was, had, and anyone, she's like, had they been enabling you or they've been like fucking just. No, I, I was just off the grid. I wasn't really yeah. like I'd moved out here to be with my family and here I am shacked up in fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's yeah, house yeah. for, you know, the last whatever. And uh, she was like, you're going to fucking move out of there right now. You're going to fucking not talk to him anymore. You're going to move in here and I'll pay for it. But, you know, there's stipulations and blah. And I was like, even though she's saying this huh? in your mind, you're like, all right, she'll do this and then I'll get my fix under her nose without her knowing. Right. Like that's yeah. what's in your mind. Pretty much. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, fine. I can just, I can do that. It'll keep me out of jail, you know? Because I'm, yeah. you know, drug addiction is a selfish fucking act, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, make you, make you justify anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Make oh, yeah. You I'll fucking screw my anything. entire family over because yep. I got to get better, you know? Yeah. Even though, you know, they're bending over backwards. Like, my sister's a fucking saint. So she's mm-hmm. fucking done a million things for me to, to look out. I mean, she got me here. She split me my ticket. She, Jesus. Um, yeah, no, she's the same, man. Shout out to her. Hell sure. yeah. Oh, yeah, they're time. the ones that pay the price. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like yep. The people that love you the most, they're the ones that pay the price. Agreed. Doing yeah. that kind of shit, dude. Yeah. Agreed. For sure. So, okay. So she foots the bill for this. You move in with her. What's going on then? So I was still at the restaurant, but I'm just like, and I'm still yeah, getting I, fucked up. Yeah. I'm getting fucked up for like another, I think I'd made it another two weeks. And I'm like, just chugging straight, like, whiskey and and sin fire it's called like cinnamon whiskey like while i'm at work just trying to get through the withdrawal until i can get you know loaded after work mm-hmm. or before if they'd show up yeah and i think i drank a whole bottle of tully before i was supposed to go to work like a big bottle yeah of my brother's like, oh, like, my what an asshole i drank my fucking i bring, drink my brother-in-law's fucking alcohol like just yeah. chug the whole fucking thing yeah and i fucking walked in at like three o'clock and i told my sister i was like i i'm i'm fucking can't do this yeah like i'm a mess yeah like she's just standing there like i've been waiting you know i've been waiting for yeah yeah so then what happened after that i went to like a little five-day detox where they don't give you any drugs and you just fucking sit power through it oh yeah so shitty i think they gave me like ativan it's like the only thing i get but like no subs or nothing for alcohol withdrawal or anything like that you just god dang they don't give you anything for sleep either Hell no. So they no. want you to suffer. It was just a straight up it's little like controlled detox. suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Golly. Make sure you don't die. No yeah. Nice. Yeah. So All I right. sat through that and was out of work for a little bit. And I, you know, I was starting to feel better. I got a job at Home Depot. Okay. And uh, I think I, uh, I got my tax return, I think, without my like sister knowing. And I fucking went like balls of the wall for like four days before I got caught. Uh. <laughs> Dude. He's like a sheriff, so she knew like right away. Um, yeah, but like oh, I was, it was quick. Cool. It was over, and I was like, "Here's my fucking." You didn't, debit you didn't card. get. Just you didn't get. Everything. You didn't get in too deep either, like where you're like, not no. Be that it was like shit. literally a couple yeah. days before yeah. she's like, okay. "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> and so I was working at Home Depot, and then I went to a competitor that was paying more. And uh, you know, it's I started you know at the very bottom, and uh, when then, you're you know, when. Then, when you're at, when you go to the competitor, is this when you would meet your wife? Yeah. So okay. probably maybe a couple months after I started there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was freshly, you know, getting back on track in life yeah. and uh, my cousins all know her. Um, yeah. And so she had been like a friend said, of the family previous before you. Oh, yeah. And okay. I, didn't, I didn't know this. There's a million cousins. When he says my cousins, he means 
four million <laughs> Hogan's out there. There's so many Hogan's. Okay. She was. She Even was. Hulk. There was a bazillion of them. Oh yeah. I wish. Hulk's out there. Hogan. Hulk was out here. So they like I did yoga in rehab a few times and I liked it. Nice. And nice. what is a yoga instructor? Nice. So there was a there was a goat yoga event. <laughs> they bring in all these little yeah. baby goats and uh, greatest uh, yoga of all time. <laughs> it's pretty fun <laughs> and so i like slipped into them dms beforehand yeah. you know what i mean and i started talking to her and that's uh the first day i met her was at at goat yoga nice and then mm-hmm. i'll tell you this man like the right woman or the right girl or you know like i know there have been times like i've been fucking up and doing dumb shit and like in my mind i was like i just want the, a person like the right person to 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 be worth me turning it around you know like to find someone worth being good you know what i mean and like maybe you don't have to maybe you need you need to you can't do that you can't rely on someone else to to help you fix yourself but like if you work on fixing yourself that person will come when you need it right and like you fucking needed it you had turned a corner you're really trying to do better you're realizing like what you were doing was wrong and like you're trying to clean up and make your life better and like not live in fucking like like you're basically living in like you're like living death you know what i mean like that's what you're doing right like you're just like killing yourself every day with this shit and you run into her at goat yoga and like right away where you like i want this to work and like you know like you kind of had a feeling like initially or how did that go well i can like i i know like focusing on eyes um you know i did that for a lot of the wrong reasons but i can also tell a lot of uh, people's feelings and emotions like through their eyes you know what i mean sure and you know she would look at me a certain way and like i could just feel like a connection there you know something i've never really felt before and and that was like right away and you know it just she was just such a kind person and and she just had was something that that i wasn't used to you know yeah and i wasn't like focused on yeah like what am i going to get out of her so yeah so you're hanging out with your wife and like you're reading you can read her emotion through your eyes and like you can see like she's a kind person and a caring person like And you kind of just want to be, you know, like you, you know, like you weren't used to that. Right. And like, I feel like with that type of person, like that's the last person you want to see hurt or last person you want to see upset. And like what really would get you is seeing that person hurt or upset. Right. And like, so how is it for you with her? You know what I mean? So what you're asking is like what the connection is or like how I don't want to like, you meet your wife, right? And like, does that really help? Like you're you're turning yourself around, right? Like you've been working in a positive direction, right? And so you meet your wife and is she just kind of like, uh, like, a, like just fuel for that positive direction or how's it going? Yeah, so like, like, like I said, she's a, she's a yoga teacher. So she has like, she works off of like, you know, energy and yeah. auras and positivity. And like she knew my background, you know, she wouldn't come into it blind. Yeah. So she was always, you know, it's always like trying to build you up kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of relationships I've I've been in were just trash and yeah, and I was a yeah. manipulator and I was trying yes. to manipulate situations. And finally, like I have a, a woman in my life who, you know, is wants to be like by my side and you know, yeah, walk through life together opposed to you know, walk behind or, or no. just be negative or, yeah. and you know, that was like from day one and, and she's but, always done that. 
honestly, literally for you, because of your situation with your mom, you've probably been searching for that your whole life. Right. And yeah. like, because you were able, like, because you found her when you needed her the most, she's literally that, that woman that you've been searching for that genuinely loves and cares for you, man. And I'll tell you, dude, that's like, if there's any more fuel or any motivation you need to stay clean besides your kid, right? Like, you know, like that's it right there, dude. And I'll tell you, man, like, you know, I've only, I've talked to you a few times and like, you're a good fucking dude, man. And I know like you went through some struggles and like, this shit's tough. The shit ain't easy. Right. I think we all can throw our hat in that ring for sure. But mm -hmm. I'll tell you, man, I'm fucking proud of you, bro. And like this, what you're doing now, like not only did you start from the bottom at the, the place you're at now, you've worked your way up. You're in a management role. Like you had potential. You're a smart guy. You're a good dude. And like you, people are starting to see that potential when you're staying clean and you're staying positive and you're doing the right shit. And you're really turned your life around from where you were like, you know, let's say like four years ago, right? Yeah. Like you were, you were on fucking death's door four years ago, literally. And now like you, you have a wife, you have a family, you have a job, like you have a career, you know, like, and you had this in you the whole time. You just needed to realize yourself and clean it up. And then you needed someone to be your partner in this too, dude. And I'm so fucking happy for you. And like, just, just like, it's just, you know, it's, it's heartwarming and great to see, like, like to see your turnaround, dude. And I'm so fucking proud of you, man. I'm really happy for you, dude. Thanks, man. No, of course, dude, of course. So Hell yeah. coming, the love of a good woman will do some incredible things. Yo. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> as much as they fucking drive you nuts, it literally is <laughs> the best thing. And it's like that or the love of, of a child, you know what I mean? Like, those I got both, things. you know, change my dude, fucking dude, life. Man. That's it, man. That's it right there. Like, do you need much more, you know? But so we're coming to the top of time, dude. I'll tell you, man, like from I've heard so much about you just from doing this show before I even met you, bro. And like you've lived up to everything and like you're just a fucking good dude. And I can't thank you enough for being on the show and doing this with us and like sharing mm -hmm. your story. And like, I just hope your story can can help provide like motivation and positivity for someone else that was in your position or anybody right and you know we're in like i'm just i can't i know i think all the guys and me agree but if you'd be willing we'd love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing to come back on yeah absolutely this is it's a good time yeah man it's a great time Hell right yeah. like this is like this is the best you know what i'm saying like just fucking bunch of dudes yucking up with some bullshit you know, but like really being able to like, uh, you know, like put you in comfortable space to share your story. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but before we get out of here, is there anything you want to say to the Hogan of Maniacs before we take off? Uh, let's see. Don't piss into the wind. Amen. And stay away from them dirty opiates. Oh, oh god bro <laughs> that's one thing if it was never invented i think we'd all put the world would be a much better place well you don't know that but um okay yeah, yeah. probably so yeah <laughs> it's probably you're probably not wrong but uh captain jerkbeard anything you want to say to the captain jerkbeard faithful before we get out of here uh just uh you know have a great week ian's good talking to you brother best of luck with everything and good luck with the uh the wife and uh kid 
Kids, dose. Kids, too. Nice. Kids. Godspeed. Good. good luck, Amen, brother. brother. Very nice. Jalen Uh, Anything you want to say to the Dub Nation and Mozambique before we get out of here? If you're uh, like, yeah, don't piss into the wind. If you're uh, <laughs> if you're currently digging yourself into a hole, I always like to put the shovel down, you know? Like if that. You're, uh, I like that. You dig Good yourself one. into a hole, just, you know, put the shovel down. We can start there. Damn right, brother. Damn right. But uh, otherwise, uh, you know, stay black. Everybody be safe out there. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Lashmish, thanks for being on on a Tuesday. I know you got to be up early, oh, yeah. brother. You and me always do them early morning texts. But, what, uh, dude, thanks for being on here. What do you got to say to the Lashmish Nation before we get out of here? Always leave a note. Okay. That's it. All right. Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. Leave a fucking note. Always leave a note. Did you, you ever leave? You're going somewhere? <laughs> Did you always ever... leave a note? Did you ever hear the <laughs> Bill Burr? My my mother would love my mother would be so proud right now if she heard you say that. That's but... all my mother ever wanted. Yeah. Did you ever hear the Bill Burr? He said he wanted to do this bit where he was uh he was like it was this little kid in Germany, right? Or in Austria. And the little kids leaves a note on the kitchen fridge and be like, be, Hey mom, back at five, went to Hitler's, <laughs> you know, like he talked about that bit. Like, I was like, that's fucking got legs. That's pretty funny. But, uh, but yeah, no, you're right, man. Always leave a note. God, you remember leaving notes? I mean, I guess that's what a text is now. Like I did. Leaving a note. Yeah. Um, okay. Very nice. Thanks for that. Lashmish. Great advice. Strong stem, man. You you put this one together, brother. Another fucking killer. That strong stem booked for the show, man. I'll tell you. Besides, I mean, you've booked. I mean, you have to be, if not me, obviously, but you have to be the person that's booked the most other people besides me on the show. But absolutely, not a question. So, but what do you got to say before we get the hell out of here? Two quick things. One, I'm gonna fucking slaughter this. It's not verbatim, but. Henzo Gracie always had the quote that get you a friend that doesn't come in and pull you out of the fight, but joins you with a fucking jump kick, yeah. right? Those yeah. are your friends. And uh, two, this one is directly for Ian's wife. <laughs> if you guys have another kid, Molly, and it's a boy, his name is Hulk, and there's no argument. <laughs> you can't do this if or you have another kid and it's a boy, he cannot. There's no argument. His name is Hulk. Okay, we the gods have decided. I'm sorry. You gotta I love have you. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you have to. How can we not name him Hulk Hogan? <laughs> I tried, man. I tried. Hey, it's hot dog colored skin. We, we, we found out he was having a girl. We tried to tell her to name it Hulkette, and he was like, "I'm not even gonna run that by her. You fucking idiot." Yeah, I did. No, I did. Hulkette Hogan. Shut it yeah. down. Shut yeah. it down. Yeah, She's yeah. Like, not only it. are you stupid, but your friends are fucking stupid as well. <laughs> <laughs> <Your friends laughs> <are> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I'll tell you what, man. This was a fucking great show. And uh, Ian, can't thank you enough for being on. Liam and Steve, thanks for joining us on Tuesday. I know it's tough. And then, ah, fuck you. Very nice. <laughs> Justin, always a great job. Tom, this is great. Um, but this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. You can find all our content and all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can hang out with us on Instagram at Work Perspectives Podcast. And you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe. 
so we can keep getting the word out there. Uh, thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See you. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, T is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.